The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. What is going on, my ghost squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 324. We are live, as always, on YouTube, streaming to over 150 countries worldwide. If you're out there in the live chat, please say something. We do not know that you're out there unless you do. If you want to text into the show, yes, you can text into the show. Utilize the ghost tactical hotline presented by our good friends, Rod and Shelly Gates and Aegis Gun Care. That number is 530-364-4678. And go check out AegisGunCare.com. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness and you're looking for that light, uh, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you medical advice, but I could probably talk you through some stuff. More important, I could be a, be a, de- a de- I could probably be a decent ear and let me at least listen to what you have to say and help you along the way. If you are looking for someone that gets you towards medical attention, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this world. You have, uh, and you got a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So, who's uh, open up a can? Cool. Anyways, um, yeah, check out the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1 800 273 8255. Once again, 1 800 273 8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. We are spotlighting, as always, the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title of United States Marine, see the website, marines.com. And as always, we're a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Go check out all your favorite pro-gun, pro-tui podcasts over at selfdefenseradio.net. Let's get this off of my ugly mug and say hello to the the crew, the, well, the crew, how do I put this? The Merry Band of Idiots. We'll just call it that. We'll just call it that and, and go with there. Uh, real quick, before we say hello to them, let's go ahead and say hello to all of the YouTube channel members out there. We're not asking anyone to join or anything like that. If you happen to want to uh, help support the channel, somewhere down below there is a join button. Click it, and it will walk you through it. Uh, Gizzard Gary's out there. Hello, Gary. Chris from the 740 is pulling double duty. He's out there and in here. We'll say hello to him in just a second. Wes is out there. He says, evening. Uh, let's see. Are any more channel members? Holy cow. I got a buddy of mine off the X. Lance is out there. He said, uh, he thought this might be a cooking show. We're cooking up something for sure. There's no doubt about that. Uh, well, we're going to say hello to other people besides channel members, but she, excuse me. She fires is out there. Looking forward to seeing her at shot as well. Foxtrot69 out there. Uh, let's see. Am I missing any channel members? Clovertax out there and in here. Unfortunately, he showed up. Um, but I think that's it, guys. Thank you so much for everyone that does support a channel. It means the world to me. Like I said, we're not asking for anyone to do that. But if you felt feel so inclined, uh, I'll take a dollar from you every month. I'm just... You know, I'm just kidding. No, it does. It does help. It does help, uh, especially things like shot show come up and everything else. 
uh, every little bit does help. So thank you very much. We're making so much money. We're making tens of dollars on YouTube every month. So uh, it's what it is. Uh, let's say hello to the Merry Band of Idiots from the weirdest state in the union, the only state that has four letters and takes two people to spell it out. From the weird state of Ohio, we do have the sickly Chris from 740. What's up, brother? Hey, man. Thanks for the invite. <clears throat> Been looking man, you sound and look amazing. Yeah, yeah. You got the SHOT Show crew before going to SHOT Show. Yeah, hopefully get it out of my system now. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah, there's all sorts of weird stuff you can pick up there. But, uh, yeah, maybe your immune system is, is, is building up at this point. Good to have you. And from Anderson Manufacturing, our good friend. What's up, Kyle? How you doing, buddy? Hey, how's it going, Trey? Thanks for having me on, as always. I as like always, brother. I love yeah, you know, I, no one needs an intro for you. Everyone knows who you are. You are the man, the myth, the legend. By the way, by the way, I'm digging it, bro. Like it is, that's just about as thick of a beard as I've seen in a long. You're making Clover jealous and how thick that bad boy is. It's coming in nice, coming in strong. It's this cold weather. So, are, do, you, do you like product, like natural berries or something? All, I mean, like all natural, no product. All natural, no products whatsoever. Now, I might have to tame it down a little bit for shot show. Kind of get. Like, I think uh, you should go like the Viking braid. That would be sweet. Oh, little little uh, ponies. I'm just. <laughs> oh, you might you might have a surprise. Hashtag Pony Express 2024. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. I know it's always great to have you on here. Uh, and the man who is uh, living large in Lakerland, it looks like he's from, he's living in Arizona, but the way his colors are, he's definitely supporting LeBron and the Lakers, the purple and gold from TCRT targets. We got Kurt. What's up, bro? Hey man, how's it going? It's, it's going, it's going. Um, yeah, it's cold as hell, just like it is in Arizona. So it's, it's cold as hell everywhere right now. And standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona, such a fine sight to see. It's a ginger, my lord, and a flatbed Ford. What's up? From the Gun Owners of America, John, the ginger, soulless bastard. I should be a hype man for you, bro. I'm just saying. You should. You should come at... Hold on. I got to pull up this guy. Okay. I, 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 need, I need for you to say something else because leaving it, you should come yeah. is not somewhere where I, I think we need to be going with so this you should family. Hype man, uh, Thursday at 1 p.m. at the GOA booth for our GOA media meet and greet. Uh, come and swing by and see all the state in the second people. Uh, Kaylee and myself. Thursday at 1 o'clock? Thursday at 1 o'clock. Or anybody swing by. Everyone's like, eh, I'd rather get lunch than see you guys. That's fine. I figure all three people will show up. It's good. I think I'm actually uh, available then. I got to go see Kat sometime on Thursday, but I'm not sure what time it is. But I think I don't think it's at 1 o'clock. I wouldn't do that to her or myself. So well, I'm going to see her earlier in the morning. Meet and greet at 1 o'clock at Shot Show at the GOA booth. Just good Lord. Thursday. Good Lord. Okay. All right. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, real quick, I, I do want to give you two minutes for the two-way. What's going on? Uh, we've had some news in the last, since we talked last on the air. A uh, little bit of news in the two-way world. 
Yeah, could be a- incredible news for you guys, but I suspect your schedules and y'all are getting a little bit get ready to get a little bit busier in the next six months. Just saying. Yeah. So we're getting ready to get real busy. I can't really touch on the thing with the guy at the other three-letter organization. because I can. Wade LaPierre resigned from the NRA effective January 31st. Um, that said, uh, maybe the best thing that's ever happened to the NRA, I think that they will probably uh, have some rough times in the next year or so to reorganizing, which they need to do. Um, but, uh, I do believe that that is a really good spot for the Gunners of America, because I think that for the first time, people that didn't know anything outside the NRA are going to recognize that there's a couple other organizations, obviously GOA probably being at the top of that list with FPC and SAF and all that. But I think GOA is structurally probably more prepared for that. Uh, so, um, I think it's a great thing for the NRA that he's gone. Hopefully they get rid of everybody and just start over. Uh, that's just my opinion. And I know well, you can't speak on that, but uh, that's my opinion. I can't opinion. speak on that behalf. We don't talk ill will of other organizations as much as I would. Yeah. So uh, it's yeah. going to be a busy next couple months, uh, especially I should have finalized stuff by hopefully Friday. Um, so we'll, we'll, that'll be a big announcement probably next week before our shot show and all that the lawyers just looked over everything. So we should be, uh, pretty good on that. We're fighting right now in California. So we've got big fights ahead of us there. Uh, a campus carry slash, uh, open carry bill just went to the floor in Florida today. So we'll see how that goes and hopefully we get some more wins for the two way here real shortly. Yeah. Uh, little comments out there saying that I'd resign too if I had a $17 million parachute. Yeah, uh, let's be honest. The expense report that he had access to, he's taking a pay cut with $17 million. Let's just be honest. Um, just saying, just saying. Uh, maybe not the cash, but he's not going to have access to that jet in those uh, Italian suits that are just bought for him. So it's going to be a little bit different for him. Um I will say that he is, regardless of what he is, and he is a lot of things, Wayne LaPierre is not stupid. I'm sure he's got something already hooked up for down the road, but I don't really care because um, this is opening a door to uh, reorganize the NRA, uh, which they need to have done for the last probably 20 or 30 years, probably actually longer than that. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I will say this. Uh, We saw a CEO of a company kind of, shoot the bed yesterday uh with their posts so tomorrow we have a podcast with jamin the ceo of palmetto state armory which is going to be a really good one you'll get to hear about their backstory did you ask if he plans on taking over the world because it seems like that's what they want they want to take over the world at this point yeah which i'm really just you know this one's going to be an interesting one. He says some things out loud, um, some things that a lot of people want to hear, especially uh, the big one. He's, 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 uh, it's uh, freedom over profits is what he, he'll talk about that and everything. So go give that one a listen at the G- all podcasting apps and on the GOA uh, YouTube page tomorrow. State of the Second Podcast is dropping tomorrow with Jamin, CEO of Palmetto State Armory. There you go. Good talk. That'd be a good talk. Uh, interesting guy to begin with. Let's just say that much. 
from Arizona, I guess Arizona's trying to take over that, that whole middle section right there is all Arizona at this point. Holy shit. Uh, from RCT Gunsinger, we got Matt. What's going on, man? Welcome to the channel. How you do, man? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, bro. Um, anything you got going on? So this is going to be, a, you're going to SHOT Show, correct? Yes. And do I understand, this? is this your first SHOT Show? This is my first SHOT Show. <laughs> All right. We're going to have some fun tonight then. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're going to love it, by the way. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the channel. Uh, glad to have you on, man. For Thanks, sure. Guys. Absolutely. And riding shotgun as always, the little the little man that is um, the tactical virus. I mean, um, Le Leprechaun himself. What's up, Clove? How you doing, man? You know, Kurt is a top hat and monocle away from being Mr. Peanut. I'm just saying. You should have seen you should have seen the color options that we did have. Uh, there was one that was like a light blue background where he looked like the devil had, you know, he maybe he vacationed on the sun. Man. You know, well, but, that could have uh, been I'm better. Digging, than, I'm that could have been better looking than him looking like he got a serious case of Lyme disease. I did. I did tell me looked like he was uh, unhealthy. But <laughs> you Eat know. some fruit, bro. Eat some fruit. <laughs> uh, you get a shotgun force. You know, let's just go with the brand. Something that I'm kind of, uh, I kind of need to pay a little more attention to it. Shot this year, I, I haven't at shows, and I kind of feel bad about it. And you know more about them than me because. Uh, you shield for him, of course, but uh, was it Gar Garisar? Garisar, yeah, Garisar, yeah, with uh, Hyperion Munitions under their yeah. umbrella. Yeah, they're out of Florida, sure are. Yeah, uh, you know, I've looked them over. They got some pretty cool stuff, but I don't know. I haven't uh, really talked to them in detail about any of that stuff before, I don't think. I may have on this show once upon a time when you had them on, but we talked about 8 billion other things at the same time. So, well, that, that's the problem with having Casey on. He's involved with so many different, different things that, uh, asking him what's going on is, is an hour and a half question. Cause he's got seven different companies under that umbrella. So mm -hmm. that's what it is. No, Garrett some good stuff. I, I, I've never shot one of them before, but, uh, you know, that could change. That probably should change, but uh, I've never shot one of them before. But yeah, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of that. Faux shizzle. All right, boys and girls, you guys know that every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday at 10 a.m. over in our YouTube community tab, we have our pony polls. Pony polls. Go check out our friends over AndersonManufacturing.com. Let's go check these polls out for this week and see what's going on. This one was put out yesterday. It's got over 1,000 votes. All right, boys and girls, I want to hear from the uh, chat and obviously the panel. We're going to run through the panel and their, and their answers on this. Who is better? It's a pretty simple question. Who is better, Alice in Chains or Pearl Jam? Uh, Christopher, Alice in Chains or Pearl Jam? I know that's a tough one. No, uh, I'm going Alice in Chains. Yep, yep. Uh, Kyle? Uh, I want to say Pearl Jam because Pearl Jam, man, they can sing, but uh alice and chains lane staley could sing what's that yeah. i said lane staley could sing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah for uh, sure alice and chains for me as well yeah i mean you can't go wrong they're both great uh they are, matt what about you so it had had pearl jan stopped at the 10 album that's fair <laughs> um this would be a far harder question to answer but definitely alice and chains yeah yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, so my favorite 
Pearl Jam song. I love 10. I think it's a phenomenal album. My favorite song is Yellow Ledbetter. Ironically, they didn't put that on 10 because they didn't think it was good enough for that album. Ended up being probably one of their biggest hits ever. So uh, go figure. But yeah, I agree. If they would have stopped at 10 and still released Yellow Ledbetter, I'm okay with that. I'd be okay with that. So, John, uh, in the early 90s, there was this movement from Seattle called Grunge. And uh, there was four big bands that came out of the area. You had Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, many, many, many more. But those were the four big ones. So we're trying to uh, discuss the two of them, which were Pearl Jam and, and, and Alice in Chains. I don't know if you've listened to them before, but if you had to choose one, what would you think? I, I'm going to go with Pearl Jam because that's the one I've probably listened to the most. I think Pearl Jam, so here's the thing, without Pearl Jam, there might not have been a Seattle sound, let's be honest, Pearl Jam kind of opened the doors, I think Nirvana would have still come on and hit strong, but I don't think Soundgarden, Allison, I, don't, I don't think they would have hit as hard without Pearl Jam coming in, so as much as I love Alice in Chains, there has to be a little respect for Pearl Jam there. So I, I don't, I don't, like I said, there, there's not a wrong answer, not a wrong answer. Kurt, um, what say you? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, Matt on this one. Like, I think that uh, 10, if they had just, like, that was an amazing album. And after that, I they, I don't know, they went all folksy and weird. And I was like, not having it. They also went like weird, like political stuff. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, Actually Which is fine. I, I'm all for it being political, but I don't have to like it, right? You know. I saw them live at Lollapalooza too. So did I. When they came through Dallas, they're by the way, they're, pretty, they're great. They're great in, in, in live. They are oh, yeah. phenomenal live. Yeah. I'll give them that. Ten bucks. Yeah, that, any of the lyrics of Yellow Ledbetter, though, seriously. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Yellow Ledbetter, Black. Um, you're not going to find lyrics on those because if you go look at 10 lyric sites all 10 different things are going to be different so um um yeah yellow lead better there doesn't have to be any words if they just played the music it'd be a phenomenal song that's my there's some there's some really good like old like old flash videos actually where like they made up the words to yellow lead better and you know what it sounds it sounds plausible let's just be honest (laughs) yeah it's great yeah, the only ones that I know, and the funny thing is, is that song was actually written as a protest song for the, the first Gulf War. And there's a line in there that people don't know that it says, I don't know if he's coming home in a, uh, what is it, a, a, a box or a, uh, a box or a bag, a body yeah. bag or a coffin. And, you know, but when I first heard that, I was like, box or a bag? But then I realized later on. You know that it was actually a protest song about the first Gulf War. So, but I was like, a boxer, man, that's probably kind of profound. But yeah, great song, uh, great, both great bands. Uh, Clover, are you going to pick like George Jones or something? I'll take, I'll take the bag. I'm not. You we'll know, take the bag. Not, not, not the box. Give, they give the bag, boxes with Aldi all the time, and I really hate it. So we take our own bags. So I prefer the. Hey, there's an Aldi being built about 45 minutes from here. I never heard of it until you talked about them. So they are opening one. I'm so excited. We got to drive over an hour to get to one typically, and there's one opening up one county over now. They're really, Aldi's really cranking it out and expanding it. I had never heard of them until you brought them up not too long ago, and and my wife found out they're building one in a town about 45 minutes from here. Highly recommend it. I don't know if this channel, if they're on the channel, the company man or not, but if they are, that's a phenomenal channel for businesses and how they've grown or how they've 
fallen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look up look up some stuff on Aldi and the way their company operates and stuff. It's pretty amazing. Pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah. Uh, uh, to, to the the, yeah. the poll question. Yeah. Uh, I go Pearl Jam, man. You can't go wrong. Um, I like Pearl Jam as a band for my vote. As a band, I like Pearl Jam. As a singer, I think everyone that's been around my channel for any length of time knows that I think Chris Cornell is probably the the, the greatest vocalist I've ever heard. Male vocalist. I'll put Chris Cornell's voice against anybody. That said, Lane Staley has probably one of the a top probably five. Um, man, uh, yeah. So, yeah, who was that said that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Matt. So, John, there was a band called, uh, <laughs> you probably have known them, but uh, a band called Temple of the Dog, which was basically Pearl Jam with Chris Cornell and one other uh, band member from, it was a mixture of, of, of Soundguard and Pearl Jam. It's a, called, a song called Hunger Strike. Uh, the best song they ever came out was Say Hello to Heaven, in my opinion, but that's... Uh, but I'm, a, but I'm a Chris Cornell guy, and that showed off his vocals great. But no, I'm a I'm a big Chris Cornell fan. But Lane had one of those voices, and I think Kyle was one that brought it up. Uh, go check out Man in a Box. But if you can go and watch the unplugged version, like literally Lane came out of rehab that morning and hadn't sung in like sixty days, and did unplugged that night. Um, Lane's amazing voice, amazing voice. So I uh, can't go wrong with either one of them. That said, 65%, over 1,000 votes, 65% say Alice in Chains, 65 to 35. I thought it would be a little bit closer than that. I figured Alice in Chains would win, but I didn't think it was going to be by that big of a margin. But, uh, yeah, uh, our next our next poll, 1.9 thousand votes. Which one, boys? Spaghetti or Tacos. And it is Taco Tuesday, so do not let that sway you, okay? Do not let that sway you. Kyle, spaghetti or tacos, if you had to choose one? Tacos easily takes the cake on this. Tacos, yep. tacos, tacos. Kurt, what about you? Tacos all the way. I mean, if, if you don't say tacos, you're wrong. I, I agree. Uh, Ginger? Oh, it's tacos. Clover? I know what you're going to say. I'm not giving up my Texas card. It's tacos, man. <laughs> well, there's some Italians that live in Texas, but oh, I, I agree <laughs> with you. An Italian taco, man. we got to do that. How about a spaghetti taco? I'm a, sure spaghetti ta- a spaghetti taco. Really or a spaghetti good. burrito. I'm not joking. Like a flour burrito with spaghetti and stuff. That could be interesting. Throw like I actually might get down with that. Yeah. Mm. Matt, what about you? Spaghetti or tacos? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Um, he's not from Texas, Clover, so you can't fault him for it. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Chris, what about you? Definitely tacos. Yeah. I I agree. Uh, 1.9 thousand votes. 63% say tacos. 37% were wrong. Um, so yeah. now I got to know why from Matt. All right, Matt. He's, Clover's calling me out on this. I just, I just like Italian food better than Mexican food. Wow. Yeah. That's that no nothing special. Just I just prefer like uh, uh pasta and red sauce, you know, stuff like that. And I love it. So let me ask you know. this. Being that you're originally from Ohio, 
What's your take on Cincinnati chili? I lived up near Michigan, dude. I Good. Think. So you don't you don't like it? I'm looking for anyone that doesn't like Cincinnati chili because I have to I have to let Kyle and Chris and, and Ginger know that this is not like some great thing. It's it's I've, disgusting. It's it's, it's really it. bad chili on. It's really really bad chili, like sweet, like really sweet chili, like sweetness, like sugar and all that on top of spaghetti noodles. No, you give me chili, regular chili, and let me put it on top of spaghetti noodles. I'm okay, but like the Cincinnati flavoring is just ugh. Cincinnati chili isn't chili though. Exactly, it's something. It's not chili. That's right. That's right. And for them to call it chili is blasphemous. I'm just saying. Kurt is on the song. We don't say we're getting chili. We're saying we're getting skyline. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so there's there's coming. other places not besides Skyline that make it. But is it all Skyline, no matter where it comes from? Well, well there's the also thing. Gold Star, but again, there's nobody wants Yeah, that. you got like a cult following for each respective chili company. Like you got Dixie Chili, Gold Star. Let's Skyline. be honest, Kyle. There's no respectable chili thing that's called Cincinnati Chili. <laughs> Get out now, of here. <laughs> now go. Gold Star was different. See, he can't even get it out. He can't even talk about it. <laughs> uh, Gold Star was different because they offered two different ones, didn't they, Kyle? They had the like Texas the chili and then the yeah. Gold Star's got the Tex Max chili now. Oh, yeah. That's they should they, there is no way that a company in Ohio should call anything Texas chili if they're gonna put it on spaghetti noodles. I'm just Tex-Mex. saying Max. That's even worse. <laughs> Hey, I don't like Gold Star, so you talk bag on them all you want. Now you leave yeah. Skyline alone. Nasty <laughs> shit, man. Now, Nasty now, shit. Ghost, going back to yeah. your spaghetti taco. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I've not done that, but I have filled a hoagie bun with spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. Well, that's and, a spaghetti. Yeah, I, I, I the, the obviously the meatballs, but I've never put the spaghetti noodles on there as well. Interesting. Yeah. Have you, Does it make the bread soggy? Well, I, I didn't. It didn't last long enough to find out. That's fair. That's do you, fair. Do you toast fair. it? Do you toast it with some garlic and cheese? First? Garlic and cheese make it basically oh. a garlic bread to, uh, oh. hoagie. Yeah, I could be down right. with that because right. at that point we're just calling it like garlic bread sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. Spaghetti tacos are good. You fry the spaghetti and throw it in the taco shell. I've done it. It's delicious. Skyline does have. Burritos. We're back on this shit again. I'm just saying, Has burritos? They, yeah, yeah. It's it's noodles and and chili. So does Wendy's, Kurt. But don't make it right. <laughs> yeah, Wendy's has chili too, but let's not call it chili, okay? We got chilitos. These pretzels are making me thirsty. You want to be my latex salesman? You want to be my latex salesman? John, did you say fry? He did. I I was going to let it go, but I was, you know, I was. You make the spaghetti like it is, and then you pan fry it. Mexican food's all about refried things. It's delicious. Okay. All right. Um, Sixty-three percent of the one point nine thousand votes were correct in in choosing tacos. Thirty-seven were wrong. And that's okay. That's okay. Everyone's allowed to be wrong. It's actually a pretty somewhere. high number. Wow. It is a high number. Um, honestly, I mean, no. I mean, I love spaghetti too. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, I wouldn't think more. over tacos though. It would get thirty-seven percent, maybe in the twenties. 
there's a lot of people that may not watch this that are in the south they might be from the north and maybe up north spaghetti's more but you you cross that mason dixon line tacos are kind of a lifestyle down here so just saying i don't know 37 percent did choose spaghetti and uh it is what it is all right our last pony poll of the week um which is better we, we've we've over the last six months or so we've had a couple different brackets to to figure this out these were the last two and john this might hurt you a little bit um i know that this is something that you're you're you might not like to answer but which one's better the mp5 or the p90 mp5 or p90 uh clover let's start with you i'm gonna leave ginger for last because he might have to make up his mind here oh that one's easy mp5 okay all right not that I disagree, but uh, Kyle, MP5 or the P90? I'm going to go with the MP5, and my reasoning is ammo availability. Otherwise, I'd probably go with the HK. Both fair both fair arguments. Or, uh, not, I'm not going to go sorry, wrong with either one of them. I mean, if, if someone were going to give me one of them, I wouldn't say no to either one of them. Let's be nah, honest. Me neither. Uh, Christopher? Uh, MP5. Good boy. Kurt? MP5, nothing beats that slap. It's, if, if, if for no other reason, the slap makes it worthwhile. For no other reason. Uh, Matt, MP5 or P90? I'm with everybody else. MP5, same reasons, Kyle. Absolutely. Um, for me, I think everyone that knows around me before I get to Ginger, because, you know, um, but everyone that hasn't been around me knows that probably MP5 might be one of my favorite guns that I've ever shot in my life. And if you haven't had a chance to shoot a full auto, like legit MP5, that should be on the list with a full auto, legit AK-47. Those are the two full autos that I think everyone, well, obviously the Mod Deuce and maybe a 240 Bravo, but ones that people can actually probably get a chance to shoot. If you've got an opportunity to shoot an MP5 or an AK, like a legit full auto AK, uh, do so because they're both. I've got a. I've got an accessory project that I need to pitch to Kyle. I bet you do. He needs to get with his engineers on this. He likes to accessorize. We need we need a spring loaded bolt accessory thingy that that screws on the pick rail or the key mod or the or the what's the other one? The one that doesn't suck. M lock. M lock. The one you. that doesn't suck. Yeah. Um, you my key mods awesome that simulates about? that simulate yeah right that simulates <laughs> the hk slap man that's what we need can you imagine you'd sell the crap out of those that would be cool would hey shot shows in a couple weeks. You, you never know what's going to be announced in a couple weeks and it right? doesn't do anything it's just a bolt that slides back and forth with the spring and you can lock it back and when you want to you can slap it so let me bring the cz scorpion has the slap as well and it's the only good thing about it I enjoy the CZ Scorpion. I did trade it for the Beretta CX4, um, but the Scorpion's not bad. Um, but it's not the same slap. It's a little yeah. different slap. Yeah. Um, but you're right. They, they tried. They tried. Uh, Ginger, before I have you answer this question, you are going to have PSA. Oh, you've already recorded the podcast. I would say uh, I know the answer, but uh, the number one answer, let, let's just take, you want to take bets? What the number one question in the in the comments are going to be? Hey PSA, when's your MP5 clone coming out? Oh, never. The guy's not with the company anymore. But I guarantee that's probably the number one question that's in your comments. When's the MP5 coming? They already said that he. I talked to Jamie. He said he, they're not doing it. It's not. Oh, I know. It. The guy that was heading it up hasn't been with the company for like three years. But 
Um, did that question come up in the podcast? It did not. I actually asked him after the fact. I didn't ask. I forgot to ask him on air. I wanted to, but we were talking about something else and just got distracted. There you go. Uh, so let's hear your answer because I'm kind of interested in what your answer is. Oh, yeah. I think, everybody, I, know, I think I know where you're going. Everybody in this room is wrong. The PS90 is the best, you know? Stargate SG-1. They well, I would say the P90 because PS90 the P90. is semi-auto. If you're going to go the one P90. of them, I'd go P90. The P90 I is the I love the P90 design. I love the P90 design. But it's it defended our world from Alien Invasion and Stargate SG-1. Therefore, it's the best. Has the MP5 defended our world against aliens? No. So you all are wrong. Also, full auto P90 is dope it's so much fun it is no i'd say what's another fun full auto and we will talk about this at, at range day a little bit um man have you ever shot a uh, chris vector full auto no not full auto you need to go to the vector booth if they're going to be there at range day and enjoy your six rounds in 0.2 seconds uh it's the best 0.2 seconds of your life no that is one of the fastest full autos i've ever shot in my life and it's pretty fun um obviously the line will be long always they always are at vector but uh, if you ever get a chance uh go to the vector at range day and, and get a chance because that's one of the most fun full autos you're going to shoot because it's so fast like it is legit like one of the fastest full autos i've ever seen and been around um but yeah um 2.2 thousand votes 2.2 thousand votes 84 percent were correct and say the uh mp5 16% uh, must have been all of John's alt accounts that he was voting with. So, you know, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Guys, those are the pony polls this week. We have fun with them. And go check out our good friends over AndersonManufacturing.com and tell them you want the hashtag Pony Express 2024. John, Let's talk about the Pony Express real quick. Oh, well, you know, the Pony Express was this great idea we had with Kyle back in right March. Right here. Right here on this show in March. And I said, Kyle, you need to make a side-by-side, double-barrel, 12-gauge, hammer-fired, sh- double-trigger shotgun called the Pony Express from Anderson Manufacturing. It is now 2024, Kyle. So we want to see the Pony Express. But we, are- we do know that Mr. Anderson himself yes. is aware of this because he asked Kyle about, like, what the hell is a Pony Express? That's amazing, by the way. Which means that we are doing a great job, guys. So keep up the grassroots effort. Hashtag Pony Express 2024. I want to see it by August. Kyle, what we're asking everybody to do is any Facebook or Instagram, whichever platform you prefer, Anytime Anderson Manufacturing makes a post on Instagram or Facebook, comment hashtag Pony Express 2024. That's all we're asking you to do. Kyle, I'm I'm typing up an email to Mr. Anderson right now that you demand it by August. August. And he's like, that's fine. I just need about $350,000 for the initial investment. And you know what else, John? Don't. We don't need to talk about that. So we reach around. Oh, is is that supposed to be private? We have, we have, we know that John gives reach arounds. Let's be honest here. We have three marketing guys. I'm sorry. Was that private? (laughs) We have three industry marketing guys. Kurt is the pony express. Probably the greatest thing you've ever heard of. It's great. Absolutely. 
and it's everybody else awesome. agrees. So, Kyle, you know, it's a market. It's just say it's a marketing expense. That's we it. just need we just need the Andersons to buy into the pony idea. Just buy into it and own it. If they own the pony, oh my god, you could have so much fun with that. We already own the pony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't own it. Like you're 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 a little bit. The, some people in the organization are still a little. How do I put this? Embarrassed by the pony? Embrace the pony. <laughs> Embrace yeah, the that. pony. Unleash it. Unleash the Kraken, Bruno. All right. All right. All right, boys and girls. Shot. Huh? What's that? You're muted, bud. I have a meeting see, with there's, Kyle there's, there's a, shot. Yeah. I'm going to have a meeting with Kyle at shot. I'm going to bring it up during our meeting and see what happens. I'm going to get asked to leave the booth immediately. Bring it on. Yes. Hey, where are you might you might get offered a job. Anyways, all right. Uh boys and girls, gentlemen, kids of all ages, we are going to talk a little about Shot Show, but uh we're gonna talk a little bit about Shot Show from a little different perspective. Uh everyone kind of knows what you always hear every year about Shot Show, but we're gonna kind of talk a little bit about behind the scenes. Uh, we got some industry people here. Uh, we got some of those that have been going for a while. We've got a rookie that's in the house. Uh, we've got someone like Chris, who's his second year. Can I talk a little bit about uh, past experiences or what we're looking to do? And also behind the scenes of, of I, I want to talk with Kurt and I want to talk with, with Kyle a little bit about the industry side of what it's like going to shot as industry and for Kyle and all that. And I know, Kurt, with other companies you've been with, the, the, the preparation as a company was shot, which I think is stupid. Uh, I I always heard how much it was from everybody until last year. And, and, and Clover and I got a very small, small, small taste of help, having to help a company that uh, had some issues with some personnel that we had to help set up on Sunday and then go to range day and help set up. So we got to see a little bit behind it. And turn um, down. And tear. I wasn't there to tear down because I was on the flight home. Uh. But, uh, um, but you you get involved with some of that stuff, and, it, and I said, even though it's a small part, you I have a much different outlook and a much greater respect for uh, what the industry has to go through because I didn't understand. I, I knew, but I didn't understand. Uh, for people that don't think that the uh, how to put this, the Italians are still uh, very much alive and well and running a lot of, of, of Vegas. Nothing can happen at SHOT Show without uh, the Teamsters, let's just be honest. And um, I didn't realize it was that strong until you're sitting there for two and a half hours waiting for your crates to be delivered, and they don't give a shit. Like, it'll be there when we tell you it's going to be there. Um, so I didn't realize that. And, and go, God forbid if you try to hire someone outside to help put up your booth, that's probably not very good. Just got to break Quickly. off a little green, man. That's all. That's right. It, it, hey. Want it quicker, grease and palms, man. I'm just good. saying. I've tried. It doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and you probably only tried once, didn't you? <laughs> Ghost, <laughs> ask, was, huh? ask, Kurt, ask Kurt about the time that they broke our crate. Oh, my Lord. That was that was what? the COVID year? That was that was the year. That, yeah. So, like, yeah, we, we all got COVID before it was cool. Um so I was that Friday. I was sick as a dog, and then yeah. you do you wait around for your crate to show up, um, and literally that's when I was at Faxon, 
And across from us was, I think, Voodoo Tactical or something, and they had packed up and left. So we were literally just sitting around waiting for our crate. I'm like, they have padded carpet. I'm going to go lay in their empty booth and sleep until our stuff shows up. But yeah, so uh, they broke our crate and then they couldn't find it. And so we had to come back the next day. And I mean, we had everybody flying out. So I'm like, you got to find my stuff because everyone's leaving. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. The, um, I, like I said, I, I was aware that certain things that had happened and all that. Um, Kyle, I want to bring you in real quick. And from the industry standpoint, um, I'm sure in certain ways shots a year round thing now obviously you've got a year but there are things that you have to kind of prepare for and, and plan and all of that uh for the next year but legitimately you know shots middle of january legitimately like when does anderson kind of go into like full-blown shot mode full-blown shot mode i'd say really sets in around late september early october uh, yeah. That's when like it's things are getting real. Like you're kind of pushing it as far as timelines go. If you need anything to get shipped to you, because if you need something, I guarantee every other company at that show is going to need something. So yeah, um, you know you got to get crafty and get get things done. But yeah, late September and early October is when it's, things start getting serious about shots. Start planning it out. And yeah, really just finalizing uh, plans and stuff. Yeah, John Kurt, when you guys were at Fax, and was it about the same kind of timeline when you start talking three, four months out from a, a big show that's in RAM or shot? Is that kind of about the timeline? Yeah, definitely. I would say, well, what would happen is, is I would, because I was having to do all the marketing and all the logistics to get the booth and everything ready, and, you know, as we'd figure out, like, what new product are we going to launch at shot, you know, I'd start bugging everybody literally in, like, March. I'm like, guys, I know shot seems far away, but it's really we not. need to get this figured out now. And of, of course it would end up being last minute. We would literally FedEx and fly stuff in, um, you know, but I was always at the end, you know? So yeah. I'm like, I have to make booth graphics and brochures and everything. So you guys can't wait till the week before, you know? So that's, that's know, one of the yeah. biggest things that people don't think about is all the marketing materials uh, it's not just putting up your booth and putting your guns up. It's um, it's a trade show. It, it's you know all of your marketing stuff. Kyle, I can only imagine when you guys do. And now Kurt brought up deadlines for release, product releases and all that. How much, Kyle, I want to bring you and I'll bring that to Kurt and John for the industry side. Uh, as far as the industry goes, how far in advance do you all start thinking of concepts for gun releases that you want to release for shot is that is that a year or two years out or when does that really become say hey this is the drop dead date do we know if we can make this happen to release it shot um and i don't know how it works for the rest of the industry but i'm with current like usually around march or april we'll have a few product lines that are in development and i'll go up to the engineer house and be like hey which one of these are going to land around january time frame uh funny story i guess we can get it out now uh since it's over with but last year the kyger 9c pro we weren't sure that it was oh, going to yeah. launch a shot show really like, we had no clue if it was going to be ready to roll or not uh, just because we cut it that close with the marketing and all that 
and it wasn't the most successful launch as far as like marketing support behind it but that's just because we cut it that close um to the show to know like is this thing going to be able to go full production next week or not um, well, last year you also not only did you release the the kiger 9c pro but you also released the bolt action to the public and so i can only imagine like what you guys are having to go through of of which one do you push do you do you equally push both of them out there or you know um that's that's a decision probably that has to be made very early on which which is the big push you know yeah and, and like kurt said like nobody really thinks about the marketing end of this thing uh, not even your own engineers so <laughs> well that's probably even more true they're probably more oblivious to it than, than we are um, yeah they're now like, snob does oh, okay. good no go ahead i was gonna say we got till january 21st to get this done that's the way the engineers look at it right. <laughs> you know like night before oh i guarantee um, like like kurt said there's be some fedexing overnight fedex and some stuff i promise you every year oh yeah every year uh snob doesn't bring up a good point he said john had a rough time at shot last year oh wait never mind yeah little little uh salt in the wound for you yeah you're number one too buddy you're it's number one it's a rough one hey without friends like us then what do you have you have enemies so yeah um real quick i'll bring kurt back in and john uh from the, from the facts and days or uh kurt are you guys um are you guys gonna have a booth this year at, at, at tcrt yeah, we definitely are. Uh, we've got one over in Caesars. So. Caesars. Oh, yep. I actually love Caesars. I, I, I think those are the really, best things they did. I totally agree. I was like early on when they first, the first year they did it, I'm like, I don't know, man. And you could see where they were trying to push some of the bigger companies, and I'm sure they gave them really good deals. But yeah, it's really turned into a great facility. It's 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 a great addition. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, it's uh, yeah, uh, my favorite place is the dungeon. I think everyone's very, you know, they know that about me. I spend about 75% of my time all week down the dungeon. I think that's just where the vibe is. I think it's where all the crazy good shit happens. Uh, my second favorite place now is is easily Caesars. Um, I love Caesars. You know, you know what I would like to see them do at Caesars? NSF, they, I don't know, they, they have event people that do a lot of that. They don't even, they're not even involved, but... And when they are, they make weird decisions. But you know how you go into Caesars and, you know, on the left is new product and a lot of mm -hmm. the smaller companies and the little bitty booths that are just. And some organizations and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why don't they, I don't understand. Why don't they open that space, try to cut, give some really good deals for people on the main floor, some of those companies to fill that space like the other uh, event halls or whatever you call them in Caesars, right? Um, and then move those smaller booths to the main floor. And then you've got so many people that traverse the main floor simply because it's the main floor, right? You got to realize when, when we're talking about media, people that's gone up a bunch, a lot different than the dealers and the other folks that are walking through. They're kind of used to that main floor. Potentially more exposure for the people in those smaller booths, right? Kind of be yeah. more bang for their buck. I think it'd be more beneficial to them. And I'm sure they're not thinking about that, but think that would help i mean i'm sure i'm sure that thought has come through but let's just be honest it's about the maximizing the profit of of price per square foot i'm sure and you know it's it's that also just so i mean the the way it works is is there's a there's literally a point system okay 
So, okay. you know, if it's your first year, you're not going to make it on the main floor. Literally, right. the law, the more you, you know, the more years you do shot show, you literally get NSSF points. Chances are at this point, you're not going to make Caesars your first couple of years. You're probably going to be in the dungeon, which is. You will be in the dungeon. Yeah, you'll, you'll be yeah. down in the basement. Um, when I was at Faxon, we got squirreled over an LE for the longest time. Um, which is not then, a bad spot either, though. It's not, but nobody was looking for us there, you know? No, that's probably true, um, yeah. So it, it was funny because what happened was, is, you know, we had, um, I had made a really strong concerted effort, you know, one year to be like, look, I'm going to get as many NSSF points as we can, you know, I'm going to kiss up to everybody I can. And so literally the way it works is um, NSSF will give you a date and time where they will call you and you pick your boost spot and there's an order, you know, the more points you have, then you're higher up on the list and then you get to pick your spot. Right. And yeah. so obviously if you're new, you're going to be at the end and you're going to be stuck with kind of whatever's left. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, don't miss that call. I've literally been, <laughs> I've literally, there was one time where we were like in a range day or something in the middle of nowhere and we had to take that call. So we had to drive into town to make sure that we had service. Like it's crazy. But um, yeah. yeah, like you do, you get points. And so um, it was funny because I did, I saw like there was a spot on the main floor and I was like, hey, what about there? And there's like this little corner that's kind of the island of misfit toys. It's on the main do. floor. They have smaller companies in. Um, and she's like, hang on. And after like 15 minutes, she comes back. She's like, okay. So I don't know how I swung that one, but it worked out. Yeah, but there is. There's an entire point system, and to your point, Clover, um, there, there's. It's definitely regulated, or, or, you know, but just the, there's a whole system to it. Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes down, to, like you said, how many years have you been there? Um, but I know there are companies, and let's just take the dungeon for instance. I know there are companies that are, not small starter ups few years old companies that are established in the industry that kind of keep where they were when they started out they're in the dungeon now it might have grown and expanded into taking over several different areas of the dungeon but now they're like they're like the big dog of the dungeon and uh like i said for me uh, the basement is the first place I go Tuesday morning is the dungeon because uh, within 10 minutes, I'll be able to basically figure out the vibe of the entire shot show week is that first 15 minutes in the dungeon. And I love it down there. It's literally where the people that have uh, sometimes literally everything that they have, they've invested into that week and hoping to God they get some sales and some contracts or they won't be around. And unfortunately, I don't know what the number is, but I'd be willing to bet it's double digits. I'm not saying it's 50%, but it might be 10, 20% of those companies you'll never see again. Let's just be honest. Um, and, and that sucks, but that's also why I love the dungeon is it's where the innovation is. It's where all of the people that are throwing everything into the ring and saying, this is a make or, or break it week for me. And uh, as, as a content creator, Matt, um, I'm not telling you how to do your business, but I would spend some time down the dungeon, um, especially as a as a first time at Shot Show guy. Uh, there are some companies that you'll probably love 
that are going to do anything and everything they can to get in front of the camera. And so if you're worried about maybe getting some interviews and all that, the Dungeon is a great place because a lot of these companies, they're begging for a camera to show up to their, to their booth and uh, and get some exposure for sure. Go ahead, Clove. Yeah, the Dungeon is a good way to prime your yes bank, right? 100%. Um, you're going to get told no a lot. Just, just get prepared for that. Um, but you're going to get told no a lot less in the Dungeon. So yeah. uh, if you work the Dungeon, uh, it can help kind of build that confidence or whatever um, to be able to approach some of those larger companies and deal with those no's from bigger companies a little better. Yeah. This isn't, uh, this isn't yeah. my first show. Like I, I've been to gun con and other shows and I mean, so I'm, I'm this is just the largest one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, it's, it's going to overwhelm you, um, yeah. but you'll be okay. I, I'd say the biggest part that's going to overwhelm you is not the fact that it's big and there's 75,000 people there. It's the fact that until you go there, you don't understand uh navigating shot show is a bitch you will get lost and that's just what it is i mean it, it is what it is and i tell people their first year especially if you're on the main floor of the dungeon try to find like wherever door that you plan on coming in and out into that main room whether it's smith and wesson or it's Beretta, or find a booth that has something up in the ceiling that no matter where you are on the main floor you say if i can get to smith and wesson booth i can get out of this place and or whatever that booth is try to find uh your north star real quick but um yeah uh real quick um with kyle and kurt and john that have that are and 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 have been um industry and then some of us have been there for going to shop for a while now do you have any questions matt about anything about shot or are you, you pretty much good to go at this point um I mean, yes, you have some industry people. Right. If you have some industry questions, they might be able to answer them for you. Not like I've talked to John uh, pretty extensively about shot show over the last I'm couple months. Um, but it's you know I'm I'm a glut for punishment. But I understand. Yeah, it's he's, he's, he's and then again, you were talking to John, so yeah, for what that's yeah. worth. So he might not be the, the right person to talk to. John's fun to talk to because then me and my friends can laugh about the stuff later. That's, um, fair. That's fair. <laughs> but uh, no, I've talked to John quite extensively about about Shot Show and things like that. I've got I don't know half dozen or more um, art meetings set up with different companies at their booths throughout the throughout mm -hmm. the week right now. And uh, again, I've I've been to other shows and not just firearm shows. Like I used to go to the Arnold Classic all the time in Columbus, Ohio, and that's huge. Um, so I, I think in my mind, I'm probably pretty prepared good, uh, with the exception of never having been there, you know, yeah, like, no, like exactly. I said, get, getting lost and, you know, knowing <laughs> my way around. Um, yeah. But outside of never having been there, the type of event that it is, uh, I'm not necessarily a stranger to. Good, good. Uh, because people that have, I've seen Clover, we know this. We've we heard have that literally before. seen people that have literally ended up in the media room, literally in the fetal position, uh, having a panic attack. Well, we've heard that exact thing before too, in the past. 
So it's the follow-up yeah. to shots going to be interesting. Well, and that's why I want to bring Chris in. You know, while we still got Chris, where he can maybe talk a little bit. Chris, this was your last year? Was your first year to shot? And I know you and I have talked privately about this and different things. Um, but going into shot last year versus going into shot this year is your second year. Um, is it a completely different outlook? Or are you, are you, I mean, obviously you're going to tweak some different things that you're going to do, but how much different are you going to approach shot this year versus last year? Um, big thing for me will be don't stay down in the basement for two and a half days like I did last year. <laughs> I stay down there quite a bit, but you do have to spread it around. Looking at the relationships you have, bro, um, and you've built uh, that. I don't know that that was, I mean, I get it because you got to, uh, you got to evolve and you got to progress or whatever. So I understand your, your move, but I wouldn't discount the benefits that you reaped off of doing that. Oh no. And, and I don't, I just, I think the biggest thing that happened to me was because I had to leave a day early last year. Now this year I'll have that extra day, but um, that's true when too. I finally I got up, Thursday. when I finally got up to the main floor, I'm like, I only got a day and a half to get this knocked out. And so, and it was just kind of run, run, run everywhere. But did you, did you make it over to Caesars last year? Yeah, I ended up making it over. Okay. Um, you you yeah. weren't able to spend a whole lot of time over there? Um, not as much as I wanted to. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, I bring Kyle. Pretty, oh, go ahead. Go ahead Caesars is a pretty quick work because Caesars is more spread on yeah. the main floor. So much down back quite as tight. So it's a little easier to navigate and get zigzag back across. I'm and, assuming you know, that Caesars is going to be a little bit more crowded this year. I'd have to imagine. Uh, make more money. They maybe brought some some companies up from the dungeon and gave them spots over at Caesars or something. Uh, but I hope they didn't lose the, the the openness because you don't feel like a sardine in a can at Caesars. Um, hopefully that doesn't change. I don't know. I don't know. My uh, probably my one thing would be yeah. finding somebody to go to range day with. It says it's my first year. We got plenty Are of folks going to be there. Yeah. Are you need a ride? Say again. You saying you need a ride or just no. somebody to hang with? Yeah, because I your first year you have to have you have to go to range day with somebody. Oh, are oh, you not? You not don't have a pass to range day yet. No, what you're saying? Holy crap! Okay, you we need, need to, to talk. We need to talk after the shows when we go off air. Screw that. We'll, we'll do it right that. now. You got the side chat, right? Yeah, my I've already I've already I've already spent my three, so I don't have any more room. But maybe Clover, you might have one. Yeah, we'll side chat. We'll side chat a little bit here, real quick. Yeah, yeah. So you have to be invited by someone, and each right. person that's been to Range Day that gets invited gets three spots. My three spots are already taken up for new people. Uh, really, not new. Chris went last year. I don't know why you didn't get to get your own this year. Anyways, uh, but my three are gone. But maybe Clover has an extra one. But we can get you in. As of right now, you, you, you yeah. Look in the private chat, and 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 you and Clover. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll make sure yeah, that we, you get invited to get that done. for sure. Host haste, got to get that done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. All right, real quick, I'm gonna bring Kyle and, and Kurt and, and 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 even Ginger in. And, and interesting because Kurt and and John, you you've been on the industry side. 
you've been on the marketing side, but you're also creators as well. Um, and really quick before we jump into this, I want Kurt, I want you and John to give you a few minutes to talk about the new endeavor. Uh, you just released what your third video? I don't think it's your third one that just came out. Um, is that right? The third one? The third one's coming. The second one just yeah. dropped about ten days ago. Yeah. Oh, it was only your second. Okay. For some reason, yeah. I thought it was your third, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I want you guys to talk about um, Fuller Reviews, guys, the new endeavor that you guys are. And, and Kurt, I, I applaud you. It is something special to take on a new project with John. So I applaud you for that, sir, and, and God bless you. But yeah, I want you guys to take a few minutes to talk about the, the new project. Go ahead. Are you? Okay. So Fully Loaded Reviews, Kurt and I's uh, review channel. Um, you know, Kurt and I have been in the on the marketing side of the industry for Kurt way longer than I have. Uh, probably. Did you call me old again? Yes, and I will call I, you old again. I think again. he is. Oh, I'm putting the link out in the chat for everybody. I mean, Go check out Fully you, Loaded. You have you thing. do have a birthday on Sunday before shot, it's just true. so everybody knows. It's true, um, yeah. So Kurt and I take kind of a. Kurt and I take a kind of different approach because we are we do come from the marketing side, so we kind of look at it from a marketing aspect, kind of go deeper into reviews. Go and when they say deeper, they're talking nothing fancy deeper. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I think so, I think the piece of it is is because we've seen it from the marketing and production and yeah. you know product development side, we, we really do. We really, you know, we, we know what goes into this. And so we've got, I think, an interesting perspective on it. So, you know, um, you know, we can kind of speak to things like, hey, like, why did they, you know, kind of cheap out here, you know, versus it, it, because we understand, like, look, we're, they're trying to hit a price point. They're trying to hit this point in the market. And so we understand some of that give and take. And, and we've been on that end of the conversation. You know, that's that's an interesting point that, you know, John and I have talked about this extensively the last few weeks about, uh, you know, ask my opinion and all that. And I love what you're doing. You know, um, my first reaction to the first one was 37 minutes. It's a little long, um, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, but I understand. But I never thought about from that side that you just mentioned, Kurt, is you guys have been and are to a certain extent, are still involved in the marketing side of industry stuff that – now that you're doing also doing the creation, and I'm going to bring Kyle into this question as well later on, but you, know, you guys know what you're looking out of content from creators as a marketing individual from industry. So I never really thought about like utilizing that knowledge and that experience into your own channels. Like, okay, maybe there is a little method to the madness of, of these different things. And, and I think that that's interesting that um, – and let's bring this into Kyle and Kurt, John, all three of you guys go ahead and talk. But um, from SHOT Show point of view, we'll come back to fully loaded reviews, I promise. But I'm not very smart, so I will lose train of thought here. Um, from SHOT Show perspective, and you're working as a marketing uh, for an industry, Kyle, Kurt, and, and John, and you have obviously you're doing trying to do business and you've got different things that are your responsibility during shot but how much of it with the content creators the youtubers the media if you will um over the last few years it's probably grown a little bit but it, it 
are we, and I say we as a collective group, are we painting the asses or how does honestly, the, and it's okay to break our hearts because we don't care, uh, but the industry, I mean, how does the industry look at the media side of SHOT Show? Is it more of a, a nuisance or is it become one of those things where you have to just take it for what it is? I said it last year. If if you come up and have a great conversation with me, or I guess Kurt can say the same thing, is if you have a great conversation and then you know your channel numbers get brought up later on, I'm more than more willing to send you or give you product. If you come up to me and go, I've got a hundred thousand subs and I'm this many views deep in this, I feel like I'm just I lose interest right now. And what happens is as we go on and we, we see you guys at shows and things like that, or even talk on the phone like Matt and I do and you and I do, we become more friends than things. Yeah. So when you ask, it's not as big a deal. And the other thing that what stands out to me from a good content creator is if I have a meeting with you at a show, I have like, and Kurt knows this and Kyle knows this, we have like 60 meetings with 60 different content creators and heads of marketing and partnership companies and things like that. And you only have so many pieces of product that you're going to be able to send out for T&E or whatever, you know? Not just that, but we only have so many brain cells. Um, and <laughs> Some of us have fewer, let's just be honest. Yeah. And remembering that conversation can be hard. said to. <laughs> but if you go, like, this is what Kurt, and Kurt taught me this when we were at SHOT Show together. Uh, leave a meeting, debrief, write the person's name down, write the company name down, write down what you talked about. And then in my follow-up email two weeks later, because I give everyone some break, breathing room, I bring up that conversation. Now I can remember, yeah. they'll remember that conversation a little bit better because you sure. have all the touch points. So if I could recommend anything to anybody going to the show, bring a pen and paper with you or take really good notes when you leave a booth. So that's that's my take, Kurt, Kyle. Take I like to leave, I like to leave white ahead. space just real quick because I've, I've keyed in on that. I like to leave white space in my business cards specifically for that purpose that way no matter where i'm at if i don't have my little notepad or whatever i've got an area on a business card that i can make little notes if i need to yeah the, the biggest thing that i was going to say is that with shot show it is it, it's it's a week long but it it goes really fast and you do not have enough time so everything that you do has to be extremely deliberate you know and that's what i would say like if, it, if it's your first shot show have a plan going in, have meetings lined up, do your best to try and group meetings together. Otherwise you're running, you know, and again, that's just, that's just wasted time. And, yeah. and to John's point, you know, like if, if we're having a conversation, because from a marketing standpoint, especially if you're looking at content creators, you know, obviously I'm interested in, you know, connecting with, you know, people who have a, a really, wide and broad reach you know i'm also yeah. interested in trying to find the the new and up and comer so my goal there is it is it's to build those relationships it's to you know um, find the folks who are going to do a good job you know the the number of people who come up and be like well i have like 50 followers but can you give me a crap ton of free stuff no i can't <laughs> you know um but again it's also return on investment there has to be some sort of return on investment let's be right. honest you know? Right. But I've also had people come up to me who, who don't have a large following, but they're humble and they did it right. You yeah. know, and they are, they understand. And okay, you know what? 
Be genuine. Be confident. You. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, be so hungry. There's, there's something to be said about being hungry, right? Yeah. More, but don't waste anybody's time. Because, yeah. you know, if you do it right, literally, you've got the entire week from like, you know, 8 a.m. to like 10 p.m. scheduled out, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you're always trying to run to a next meeting. Like I've had people who want to sit there and try and talk to me for like 30 minutes. I'm like, dude, I don't, I, I can't, I just can't. Yep. That's why I tell people all the time, have that two minute elevator speech. And if you get more than two minutes, great, but don't expect much more than that. Um, I also tell people all the time, um, and Clover's the same way when we, we, we try to help out people all we can that haven't been there or haven't been to shows in general and tell them, say, look, you know, you have to be confident. You have to own like you act like you belong there, especially if you're small and starting out. Um, but the best thing to do is just work your ass off and be genuine. Uh, Kyle want to bring you in and say uh, and kind of Kurt alluded to what, you know, he goes through in his decision making process. And as a marketing person and all that, with at Anderson, when you're talking to content creators, they come and do interviews or booth reviews, or they're trying to get to know you and all of that. This is for people that are going to be at Shot Show for the first year or their first show, or they're thinking about turning the camera on, which we need everyone to turn the cameras on. We need as much two-way content out there as we can. Um, but when you're when you when you have meetings at Shot Show or NRAM or any of these shows, and you have uh, a creator come in that you don't know, right? Um, is it channel size? Is it confidence? <coughs> Excuse me. What are some of the variables that you personally are looking for to decide whether you want to work with a creator or not? Yeah, I mean, definitely channel size. Like statistics, that's a given. Uh, you got to look at subscribers, how many views are their videos getting, all that good stuff. Um, but you guys know me. If, if you ever came through my booth as a creator, like, I am not quick to turn anybody down as far as media content goes, um, especially if you're at shop. You're a show. little bit of a whore. I'm just saying. So a little you know, bit, uh, but but no. See, on a serious note, if you're at shot show and you're a creator, right off the bat, that tells me like you're serious about this. You're not yep. playing around. Yep. Um, have I been got at shot show by some guys? Yes, I have. Like, you know, like some of their videos came out and they're just cringe. Like they don't know what. But for the most part, if you're at Shot Show, you're you're a serious player in the game, and I'm I'm going to give you the time of day. But like Kurt and John alluded to, like everything you do at Shot Show has to be intentional. Uh, yeah. You only have a certain amount of time to devote to this because you got to handle this, and um, you know, yeah, just on the sentiment of what Kurt said, don't waste anybody's time because we're all out there and it's, it's a marathon, buddy. That week yeah. is a marathon. It is, um, but yeah, no, and, and the part that goes into anyone that's out there that's listening uh, in the podcast world or whatever that might be thinking about shot show or becoming a creator uh, in this realm in our industry, um, and we talked to Kyle and Kurt and John both said, you know, you don't want to waste anyone's time. That includes your own. Okay, you you have no idea until you go there and you've been to a show uh, the chaos that could. Now I love chaos, so. Um, I enjoy, there's some beauty in the chaos theory, but there is beauty in chaos to me. 
Um, but not a lot of people would like that. But if, if you don't manage and you have to stay fluid, right, Clover? We talk about this all the time. You have to stay fluid. Oh, yeah. You can have all the plans in the world, uh, but they're going to change. Now, if you go without a plan at all, that's when you start maybe getting into trouble. So, um, uh, Clover, I want to bring you in. Now, this is one of our sixth or seventh shot. Um, I know you and I talk about this all the time, but, you know, shot number one to shot this one. Um, what's the difference in your prep? Um, has it changed a lot? I know it has, but I want you to kind of go through how shot show prep has changed for yeah. you behind the scenes uh, from year one to year seven. It is going to be so minimalistic this year yeah. compared to previous years. There's yeah. no sense. Um, you know, obviously, I've got to meet some commitments. You know, sold some advertising and some other things to help pad the, the coffers for the trip and stuff. So, you know, I do got to do a little bit of content while I'm there. But I can do that with a couple of cell phones, a tripod, and, and, and a little microphone set that will literally fit in cargo pockets if I wanted to. You know what I mean? True. There's no sense in the big, huge bag and dragging a bunch of gear around. Those days have long gone, uh, and even more so this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, same thing for me. Uh, not only with the gear or the lack thereof that I will be taking, um, it's going to be, it's gonna be um, more interesting as far as I've only set up four, um, four meetings. Uh, there are meetings that... Um, I want to have, but I've also uh, need to have on a business sense. And, and, and I think that that's where uh, Clover, you and I made a conscious decision last year to look at shot a little bit differently as far as not going there for all the booth interviews and, and trying to get content. It, it's doing the business side of things. Yeah. And uh, well, obviously this year is going to be a lot of different. Now the business is creation. It's just not creation at shot show necessarily. You can, I'm not going to go around 25 booths like I did my first year and do 25 yeah. booth reviews. Cause I didn't see shot. I didn't enjoy shot. I got home and like, what the hell just happened to me? There's, um, so, yeah. There's a place for the booth reviews. I mean, I, and I totally get that. I'm gonna, not going to knock the creators that do that. There's a lot of panels. I'm just saying for me, do that, right? I, I, I can't yeah, do it. There's a benefit to that. There's a benefit to the viewers out there and whatnot. I totally, I totally understand. For me, um, I'd rather spend that time making those relationships and instead of taking a video of somebody talking about something in a booth, I'd rather foster those relationships, get that product sent to me six months from now, have extended period of time with it to be able to go through and test it and then put out a, an actual hands-on video with it, right? Where I've got yeah. experience and I'm not just talking about what it could be or what it might be or What's the specs, right? People actually get to see that in use and being used, and not just one time, but hopefully in multiple times in multiple videos as well. So the for me, the value proposition, I don't put I don't hang my value proposition on content at shot show. It's more setting up the entire year for me. Yep. That's that's where I have transitioned to as well, Chris. You know, but I, I can't ever get Chris to talk. I rarely get Kyle to talk. Matt, what you know at this point now, it's all you got something to say. It, we're not going to go raise my hand or I'm going to call. It's a free flowing conversation. Uh, but I'm going to ask Kurt and John and Kyle this real quick. Uh, and you brought that point up just now, Clover. But from the marketing side of the industry, um, what do you, do you guys? 
two questions. One, do you enjoy the booth reviews that people do? And two, how much of that is actually needed? Do you, I mean, is that something that companies need those booth reviews to kind of get the word out or, or they just, they are what they are? I was going to speak on that. Yeah. I think definitely some booth reviews do have a place because like there's a lot of guys out there like take for instance me three years ago who never in their life thought thought or think that they're going to make it out to SHOT Show in Las Vegas. Sure. Um, so like it's cool for them because yo I'm at home at work or whatever but when I get home I can watch YouTube and see the updates from what's, what's new with SHOT Show and what's going on. Uh, can you do them all day? No, <laughs> no, I, tried. I did my damnedest my first year and it was brutal. Yeah, that, that'll kill you. But, um, no, that, I definitely think they have a place. Um, the, at least the booth reviews do. Yep. No, I totally agree. Yeah. What I was going to say is that I think, um, it's, it's standard kind of marketing, but it is, it's, it's know your audience. And that even goes to the different vendors at shot show. So mm -hmm. Clover, to your point, you know, if, if it's a company that's been around for a while or they're a larger company, they understand and they're more interested in that longer term relationship and, right. and shot show for them is about networking. You know, that yes. being said, are you going to, are you going to turn down a, a booth review? Absolutely not. Right. Um, and that kind of content, you know, as, as a marketer, yeah, you always want that information out there. So I'm not going to say no. Um, but the other thing that I would say is that, um, like the like you mentioned, the folks in in the dungeon, right? They're a lot of times they, they are they're, they're doing up a yeah. time. They they live for that. Mm. Now that being said, you guys are going to have to carry a lot of that weight because a lot of those guys have never done. Oh, they are deer in headlights, and it's yeah. they're, they're literally no terrified of being on camera. It's like you know what? I've actually people say, you know what? Can you just? I'll I'll tell you what the product's like. Can you just talk about the product? And I was like, yeah, man, I can do that for you. You know, I've had that happen mm -hmm. before. You're right, right. though. You're right. right. It, you have to turn it more almost into an interview where they can just do like quick short answers. You know, they they don't or do have a no, their, yeah, or agree to do a no face, right? Like you yeah. you hold the camera and have them talk about it, and you actually you just zoom in on the product itself while they're talking sure. about it so their face is not in there well, and let's, that let's makes be it honest, a lot better some of these companies that are down in the dungeon are one two three person companies this guy's literally probably the owner slash engineer who came up with the idea not a pr person not a marketing not not anything that has anything to do with a microphone it's he spends his life in in the closet designing stuff and now you're saying oh you want me to talk about it uh, yeah, but can you please talk about it in a way that the average person can understand it? They don't get that stuff. So, yeah, they're just as nervous as amazing. we are sometimes. They are. But amazing. some of those are pretty amazing things. They like are. the Robs, the Robs with Lionheart. The Robs, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. You get them in front of a camera talking about their stuff. And, I mean, you see the passion, the detail that they go through. I mean, but you have to pull teeth to get them. I'm saying it's, you have to force them to this get on true. camera. Once they're on camera, they usually enjoy it. Yeah, you have to make it a comfortable thing. And I think that's part of it, too, is if you go in there hard and fast, like your CNN.com reporter crew, right, You're gonna it's going to make them nervous. But this is where the fostering the relationship. You walk in, you show interest in the product, you talk with them about them maybe a little bit first, and you go, man, this is freaking awesome. Do you, do you want to view a video? Vid let's do a video, man. Let's get some stuff out there for the people. This is amazing, right? Well, that's going to bolster them up, right? That's going to hype them up. And it's going to make them feel good about their product, which is why they're there, right? 
and then it lets them know that there's that opportunity. So it's, they're going to get a little more relaxed, I think, rather than just walking in and going, hey, you want to do a for booth review? Like, it, it's, it startles mm -hmm. them a lot of times with that. Yeah, so if you warm them up, I think it works a little better. Yeah, before we move on, uh, Scott says, what's the biggest thing that would surprise you all? I don't know what context, what we were talking about. Scott, if you're still out there, what would be the biggest thing that would surprise us about what? So give us a little more context to that question, and I'll run it through the panel for sure. Um, okay, so the next thing I want to bring up is is from, um, well, Kurt and John can also talk about this because you're, excuse me, I got the damn hiccup. That's going to be great for podcasts. Um, creators as well. Um, when you're deciding on your strategy, uh, and this is going to be open for the room, and, and even and Matt, uh, it's not your first show, but your first shot show, so we'll talk about your strategy as well. I know what mine is, and I'm pretty sure I know what Clover's is. Uh, do you guys go with a strategy to how to attack shot? Because I talk about it being fluid, and that's the only reason why I kind of um, said I'm only going to schedule about four or five different things because I know I'm going to add four, five, six, seven, ten more while I get there. I'm going to meet companies that I never heard of before. I'm going to see someone on range that said, okay, I wasn't planning on talking with them, but damn, now I got to. So you have to be fluid and all of that, but um, as creators in this room, what's one of the strategies that you have? We'll kind of go through real quick. Chris, uh, what's one of the strategies that you're implementing this year that might be new towards last year? Um, <clears throat> the biggest one will be going back and talking to companies that I forged a relationship with last year, you know, going back and, you know. Follow-up's important. Yeah, I see Kyle nodding when he said that. Yeah, thanking them for everything they did for them, you know, for me throughout the year, and uh, that'll be a big one for me this year because sometimes just to get a hug, man. What are you talking? <laughs> hugs are important. Seriously, hugs are important. Hugs. Are I was hard, talking. Dude. I was talking with Pincus uh, yesterday. And I said I can't wait to get a hug from you, bro. You know. Hey, and Chris, on the other side of that, on the industry side, it's good to see y'all too, and tell you guys thank you for all the work you did so it, it's likewise for sure yeah i think that's the that's that's the fun part of shot is uh for some for some of us we only get to see each other two or three times at the most a year in person now we talk on the phone all the time we go back and forth emails texts and all of that um but in person we only get to see each other two or three times a year so it is kind of a cool thing and we talk about hugging i'm a hugging guy i'm a hug guy and that's me sound weird but i'm a hugger and it is nice get you know i go up to Kyle and get papa bear's hug you know and um you know it, it is nice to, to to spend some time with friends and uh, there's something different about face to face and, and and having those conversations than they are on the phone Man. so that's honestly a big part of it for a lot of people go ahead just a fist bump Right, I'm, I'm yeah. burning As through you're the floor. By, I don't have time, bro. But I'm, I'm burning. You, you know, I'm yeah. burning through the floor, point A to point B. I may have already got a hug from Kyle, right? But I passed by Anderson. Boom, fist bump, walking by. Keep going, doing my thing. You know, um, it's just it, it's it it's the transfer of energy. We talked about it, I think, last week about how shot yeah. show. You know, sum it up in a word, and the words energy, right? And the fist yeah. bumps, the hugs, just the head nods, whatever it might be. Like, that's all transfer yeah. energy, which is amazing. Yeah. 
Um, Scott kind of expanded. He says, what's the biggest thing that would surprise you all as, as in new product or lack of product? Uh, let's go and run through the room and it's kind of, if you've got something, go ahead and say, it. don't, don't hold back. Is there anything that would or would, wouldn't surprise you? Well, I mean, see? there's that baseball bat that's got a 22 in the handle that aims towards your face when you swing it. That, that um, was a... Our our NSA chat had a field day with that one earlier today. But here's a here's what I'll say about shot yeah. uh, in particular, and I guess this could be an unpopular opinion, but there's for, a man. there are some new product that people have been planning out for months. Like Kyle and Kurt have been saying since March, we've been planning out what we're launching at shot, and then there's some products that get 3D printed three days beforehand or a week beforehand or the week before the booth goes because you go, oh, shoot, it's shot. We need something new to launch. And you'll see a lot of that where it's just vaporware. I mean, Kurt and I have had that experience where we had something on the 3D printer the day the crate left that was yeah. getting assembled with screws. Kurt knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, or there's a product that uh, uh, somebody thought was a great idea that gets stashed in the back of the booth, right? <laughs> or a backpack. Or a backpack. Or hidden somewhere. As long as you don't show to the airport with such product and backpack, you should be okay. <laughs> I've had to check a number of these things, yeah. 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 But it, it's, it's one of those things where I can't judge a company for their yeah. lack of product just because it's not that they're lacking product is either they didn't, they don't have anything in development because it's capital or they scrambled at the last minute to throw a new coat of paint on something they already had, or they 3d printed a model bullpup revolver, you bullpup know, revolver that everybody and their mother was waiting to see and show up and it's a piece of wax. Um, or they so, have absolutely hmm. nothing new, which is, I think that's the frustration with a lot of people outside looking in, uh, mainly because they're not there and they're not traversing the, the dungeon because uh, that's where a lot of the innovative, quote-unquote, innovative, newer stuff and, and cool stuff is at. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and so the, it gets this perception that, oh, it's the same old stuff, there's nothing new. Yeah, well, if you're talking about Colt and Sug and, and Glock, and I mean, a lot of times that's the case. There's not anything new. There really isn't. Yeah. Anybody here interested to see what uh, Glock does for the memorial for Gaston? They, they have so many different ways it could be cool, but surely they're going to do something, won't they? you got to think they're going to do something for them. I don't so, know. They're going to release the AR? Because it just happened. I don't know. I mean, and they're so big. I don't know yeah. that they could do, like, I, that'd be... That'd be logistically a really big challenge. You could print a banner that would go over a booth wall. And that's probably yeah, what they'll have. They'll probably have a picture that. of him with a wreath or something. Or uh, I thought it would be kind of cool is if Glock did like a big white banner that says, you know, uh, and asked everyone to come in the booth, they could sign it. That would be kind of something real. Everyone uh, write their own message to Gaston and take it back to headquarters. But uh, probably what a picture with a wreath and, you know, yeah, and a memorial. But, uh, Man, we talked about what could be coming down the road with that happening. Man, I really like what. From. Uh, sadly, I don't think Glock will pull the POF. I really love what for POF leaned into when we lost Frank. Like well, they really leaned into all of that. It was amazing. I mean, to this day, yeah. you go to a show and there's Frank and there's the. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I saw someone G23 says, what would be the biggest surprise of a company not showing out without notification? So at this point, I mean, we know who's going to be there, who's not. Um, I remember in 2022, which by the far was the greatest shot show in the history of shot shows that I know of. It was dead. Shot show's um, over. Shot show's over. It's, it's dead. dead. But there were companies that didn't show up for obvious reasons. Um, and some of those companies have decided not to come back, and that's okay. Uh, but at this point, there's there's usually not uh, a last minute. Uh, hey, we're not showing up without notification um, because someone's going to leak it, there's, and it's going there's going to be a press release about it somewhere somehow. Uh, by this almost, time, there, there's really no surprise of who's not going to be there and who's going to be there. Go ahead. So we, I think, every year that we've been and we've been together a lot of those times and seen the empty booths. Yeah. But I think it never fails, and we're talking smaller companies because we're talking the dungeon small booth. It never fails that there's at least one company that's on my list, and it's a company I've never heard of a lot of times or whatever. Mm. That there's always an empty. Seems like there's always an empty booth. I mean, that's a, at least one. That's a, that's a constant. You're like, dang, I was looking forward to seeing them or whatever. But you know, you don't know, as you said earlier. Some of those companies in the dungeon is <sighs> there's like three people in the company. Well, they get the the croup or they get and they're screwed right like they don't have a different crew they can commission and send out or they're if yeah. they have a shipping they can't they, they can't hire they can't hire mm -hmm. the 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 guns for the week just to come in and, and stand in the yep. booth and talk no, I mean, exactly a lot, of, a lot of companies do do that they hire talent just for the week and that's okay like the planets have to literally align. Everything has to go their way yeah. or they're screwed. And Or if know. there's bad weather. And it's January, folks. There could be bad weather. Yep. They just couldn't get there. Mm -hmm. uh, Kurt, John, Kyle, I want to bring you guys in on this one and, and ask. Uh, I don't want you to go into dollar amounts because that's not fair for anybody. But I don't think people quite understand um, the capital investment. Not just for the booth space, but now you're also talking travel hotel food if you throw a party um how much it takes to build your booth ahead of time uh shipping and all of that um there are companies that will spend seven figures on shot just in those in that week um how much for you guys in, in, in a company sense um how much it's not a fair question do you guys set aside a specific budget for shot or is it one of those where you kind of know what it's going to cost, but you really don't, <coughs> you don't know what that final number is? Um, I would say that you, you definitely set a budget for it. Um, you know, a lot of times you, you end up with some last minute things, so it, it's not uncommon for it to go over. Nothing, you know, crazy, but I mean, yeah, it, yeah in terms of, of what that expenditure is, you know, like we kind of made the joke here's a way to answer the question rather than answering the question. Like, you know, when I was at Fax and I'm like, I think SIG spent more on just the guns that they had in their booth than we had for our entire budget for shot, you know, but it, it's economies of scale, right? You know, yeah, you're right. So sure. You work with what you have. But that's crazy to think about, right? I mean, that's crazy to think about is yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have some people that $10,000 
is a ton of money for someone to spend on a booth in the dungeon. And then you hear someone else spending 140000 just for their real estate before they even put a structure up in their booth. Right. You know, 140 grand just for the real estate. And that's before electricity, before carpet, because, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, all of that's extra. All of that you get per foot. And then if you want carpet, it's extra. If you want electricity, it's extra. Uh, it's crazy. Um, yeah. G Webs has a great question uh, I want to bring up. And G says, as an exhibitor, what could a con content creator do during the week to assist you? That's a great question. Kyle, Kurt, John, I'll let you guys answer this one, obviously. Uh, I think a content creator, as far as like assisting, I think the obvious answer is the content. Um, sure. Getting, getting the content out, getting our message out to maybe an audience who hasn't heard it before. Um, that would be the most important, but uh, just going off my personal experience, seeing um, you ghost and Clover help out at EAA and stuff like that. Like you guys are. Well, are, you're also uh, talking about once again, kind, but you, well, you I don't think so. I, I think a lot of people are like that, but we're talking about, you know, friends and, and Clover. And we've all alluded throughout this whole yeah. podcast is the difference of between a working relationship and actual being friends, right? And when you foster a relationship for years and years and you become friends with each other and a friend calls and say, hey, we had something happen. Do you guys mind coming this afternoon to help us put the booth together? There's not even a question. It's like, absolutely. What time do you want us there? You know, um, and, and that's kind of when you know that you've reached that point in your relationship is when they're asking you to move. Basically, you know, <laughs> you don't ask everybody in your friendship to move, but when you're asking, hey, you know, but yeah, I think that's that's a big thing. And why wouldn't we? I mean, I, I think that we've talked about this before. You guys rely on us on a certain things and we rely on you guys on a certain things. And there's got to be this back and forth relationship. But there's got to be some genuine friendships involved in it too. And I think that that's the great thing about our industry and our community is very small. It seems like it's huge, but it's a very small community and there has to be the friendships that involve in this. Um, but yeah. Go ahead, John. I will say it, it's could be the small things. Um, you know, as, as marketing people, we are stuck in the booth probably for anywhere between eight to 10 hours a day. Every, not day, able, yeah. every day, not able to leave the. Yeah, place. you guys go. Don't get to see Shot Show. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, so, like the small things for me, and I guess I could call myself a a, a whore for this, but also like bringing over some cool patches or yeah. a, a water, the bottle of water, or a you guys drink, need a burger or, or something, or yeah. some a snack, or uh, our friend Alex, uh, Kurt and I's friend Alex, put on LinkedIn who works for uh, GOC put on LinkedIn the other day going, Hey, anybody at shot show who is a friend of mine who wants to take five, 10 minutes to get away from the booth. Let's go grab coffee. Let's go grab a drink. Let me get you escape. The yeah. amount of response he's gotten from that has been crazy. He's getting people who he hasn't talked to in five years, reaching out going, Hey, I'd love to get five minutes away from the booth. Let's go grab a cup of coffee or grab some just that. Like, five minutes of relaxation slash uncraziness slash humanity uh, can go a long way to boost somebody's morale because 
they could have, you could be going from a really good meeting to somebody who's been hovering around your booth for 35 minutes trying to get a hold of you and you're trying to shoo them away yeah. and they're not getting the hint. So, I mean, it's going to sound crazy. And, and, and by no means am I saying anyone should take it up. I'm not saying anything. Um, some of the best conversations, some of the best meetings I've had, and I think Clover can attest to this, uh, have happened in the smoking section outside. Whether it's downstairs by the um, by the um, dungeon or at the uh, beer garden, um, but more importantly, we I mean I don't I can't count how many I know Clover's in the same thing. I can't count how many people that are industry people that say, "Hey, when are you going to smoke? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, shoot me a text when you go smoke next. Uh -huh. I need to go smoke." And it's boom. Let's go take five minutes and, and go outside and smoke. Whether they smoke or not, sometimes they just want to get out in the air, right? Like you said, they want to get away from the booth um, and all of that. So for me, um, yeah, uh, I agree with what you're saying. Is is give them a reason and go get a coffee or a soda or a smoke or a, a bottle of water. Hey, or just to hide. Or just to hide. Hey, I'm going to the restroom. Like you want to go walk around for a few minutes? You know, get out of the booth. Hey, let's go in that. the office. How many times? I mean, have we heard I, that? I know Kyle. You guys got to have like three people in the booth, which sounds like a lot, but it's really not, and it's not a lot at all. When I told you the other day, man, hey, I don't, I don't work for you guys, but I know enough about your products that I can be dangerous. If you need to go use the restroom or you need to go do something, you just want to get out of the booth. Let me know. I'll come stand in the Anderson booth for a few minutes, and you may not want that. I might, I might tear down the company uh, altogether. But I mean, that's just something like like John said. Sometimes just getting you guys a break is is something we can do for you. Uh, Kurt, do you have anything you want to add on this before I go to Clover? No, I was just going to say that I think you know you, you kind of hit on it before, but I think one of the things that I appreciate most about the firearms industry as a whole it is it's it's that camaraderie. It it, it seems like you said it seems big, but it's not. Yeah. You know? And to be able to catch up with folks and you know. Because sometimes people move around, or just it—it it is to to get the fist bump or the you know, the the hug or whatever. It is. It's a big deal, and it matters. And um, because it's neat to see that even though you have a lot of different companies, and a lot of times they are there, you'll be talking with technically competitors, but we're all working toward the same thing, you know, for 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 the two A community. And so because yeah. of that, you know. Um, I just think that that aspect of it is really unique. Um, yeah. And what the other thing I appreciate about it, for the most part, it is everybody's genuine. Um, you can get a whole lot done on a handshake. Um, and that doesn't happen in a lot of places. This is one of, uh, I'm not saying other industries aren't like this, but I think this is one of the few industries and communities that a handshake and a word still mean something. And um, I don't need yep. a contract. I don't need a contract from anyone. Uh, I don't need a signature on something. Um, you know, if, 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 if I talk to Kyle and Kyle says, done deal, it's a done deal. I don't have to worry about that. And, you know, Kurt, John, Chris, you know, if, if anyone says, I say, hey, you know, let's work something out. And, and I hope that's the same way. If, if I tell someone, hey, done deal. Unless you legally have to have a signature, yeah, you're right, Kurt. I think a handshake and a, and a, and a good word for someone goes a long way in our community and in our industry, which is really really cool. Clover, I know you said you had something you wanted to bring up before. Yeah, I'll do that in a minute. I just on the on the I seen Matt was unmuting, so I'm gonna let him go. If he's got oh, something, yeah. but uh, real quick though on what you're talking about, um, dang it, real quick, and then my train of thought. What were we just talking about? Just now? Yeah. 
Oh, we were oh, talking oh, about, about contracts. Uh, we were talking about contracts, contracts and handshakes sometimes, and word. And sometimes you have companies that change things on you, things, situations, and whatever changes. It happens. Um, which things happen, and that's where having good communication and all comes into play as well. Yeah, um, you've had to come up with a company that's kind of changing yeah. directions and yeah, um, that was not discussion. in the agreed upon. <laughs> that was not in the agreed upon meeting. What was it yeah. forecasted to happen? <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, Matt. Matt can go, and then I'll come in. Yeah, go for it, Matt. No, it wasn't a big deal. I was just going to make a joke about if you hear rumors about a Pony Express, it's because Ghost was manning the Anderson table. Hey. I promise you, boy. If 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 I'm manning if I if I'm manning the Anderson booth, um, I'm going to have to go steal a, a, a coach gun from someone and just throw it in the Anderson booth and oh, say, God. "This is the new Pony Express 2024," and yeah. force your hand. At, at that point, it's out there. You're gonna to have to come up with it, Kyle. So, I'm just saying. So just Kyle, ask what they think of it, and it'll totally work. I would, it, 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 and you know what the answer is gonna be? Hell yeah! If Hell if yeah. you asked me to help, Kyle, I would 100% help. But I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, as far as having something good to say about the Kyger 9C Pro, I just not don't know happen. if I can come up with anything. It's not a very good gun. I just I don't know. I I just don't. Now, know. for the people out there that aren't listening, uh, that's a lie. It's one of the best guns I've ever shot. Um, that was sarcasm. No. Absolute sarcasm. Yeah. Um, no, Ginger mentioned earlier when he mentioned bringing water by the booth, and I got to thinking, oh crap, I've got no candy. Like, oh man, I got my candy. I got to. Yeah, go. There's places along the, the trip that you can make that you're going to I know, but I wasn't, I wasn't even it. thinking about it until Ginger said that. And I'm like, oh crap, we got to do that. Uh, talking about the, uh, the smoking area. So, yeah. yeah. The first year, that is what honestly made me realize this is. And for some people, maybe not, but I'm speaking from my perspective here. Sure. Um, that's what made me realize the networking, the contacts, the relationships is where it was at. I got more out of the conversations and everything in the smoking area the first first year than I did. And again, I was doing videos on the floor, right? That's yeah. why I was focused on the content, on the videos. The smoking area, I was just chilling, Taking smoking, a break. having conversations. Taking a break, yeah. And that's what made me realize I need to have more of the, the smoking area conversations on the show floor. You know, the interesting thing is, is, you know, you and I have met CEOs slash owners slash presidents of companies that probably wouldn't have had, probably wouldn't have had as ease of access to if it wasn't for running into them and smoking outside and start joking. Then you realize who they are. You're like, it's pretty cool. Like, I don't know if I would, you know, especially when we were first starting out, you know, we didn't know anybody that they're higher ups in some of these bigger companies. Next thing you know, we're smoking next to people. And we're like, I've got an in with the CEO of XYZ company that yeah. I'm probably not supposed to know at this point, you know, all because I, he bummed a lighter from me. So it's, it's interesting. We joke about the smoking thing, but here's the thing between the smoking and Kurt, Kyle and everyone else, you know, the, and, and John, the, the after, parties the after events people don't realize how important those are for no other reason you get to, to be around people not in work mode like you guys are tired as hell from being on your feet for eight or ten hours talking the same speech we're tired of being on our feet for eight or ten hours talking the same speech and all that we finally get away from shot we go to the event and relax have a drink or whatever uh, but relax and that's when the actual the real conversations happen um, because at that point you're no longer working. You're you're just two guys talking at a at a bar or a restaurant, 
And I think that people don't understand that the after events, they're fun. They are fun. But they're not fun because you're getting hammered. They're fun because that's where you actually start cultivating those relationships and those friendships. Um, so Sometimes how important that happens for, on a porch or around a fire pit too. This is true, right, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, that, that's very, very true. But uh, for Kurt, John, Kyle, how important um, from the industry side, whether it's yours or just going to other places? How important are the after events? Because I think that that's something that doesn't get talked about. It gets talked about, but in a weird, hey, party guy. But it, there's a lot of business that happens in these events as well. How important yeah, are they for you like guys? Stewards, circle bar. Circle bar. Yeah. Exactly. Um, more gets done there, to your point. More gets done there, honestly, a lot of times than you'll find on the floor. And that's what I was kind of saying. Like Our day is like 8 a.m. to like 10 p.m. or later. Or yeah, later, yeah, one o'clock in the morning sometimes. Easily. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But again, you're networking, and it is—it's an opportunity to, to meet folks and actually build a, a real relationship, not just kind of a, a business relationship. Yep. yep. You meet more people. You meet more people that you wouldn't meet outside of actually walking the show floor and get meetings. Surprisingly, more meetings. Even like I, we, Kurt and I walked up to a booth. I can't remember what year it was. And we, the guy wouldn't give us the time of day. So we went and walked somewhere. We met, I met, ran into him at Circle Bar and we got to talking and actually chatting. And then the, he's like, Oh, swing by tomorrow. We'll sit down and actually talk, talk. Like they, right. you'd be surprised how many times that happens because they're in such work mode. And now they're like, Hey, you're actually a really cool guy. So. Well, there's a lot of people that I know that will, would consider me a, a douchebag asshole. Um, but, and, and I'm not saying I'm not those things, but I think that once you like, you see someone in a, in a, in a booth and you're like, eh, who the hell is this guy? And then you see them at the circle bar, you see them at a party or an event and you start talking to me like, you know what? My first impression was completely wrong about you. And, and, and same thing for us, being a creator. Dude, that dude over there, that marketing guy for that company is, a, is, is an asshole. And then you start talking to him in an event, like, you know what? He's probably just as tired as I was, and he had a bad minute. He had a bad day, you know? Uh, and you start talking to him, hey, he's a pretty cool guy. It is, it is amazing how a uh, relationship can start out where you think in something completely different about someone you get around them in a social environment to say we have a lot more in common than i thought we did you know that's a pretty cool thing like kyle you know kyle god bless him um i talked to him going to the marine party last year and um i don't know if he'll ever be the same again <laughs> But it was oh, it was man. cool to get Kyle to come to an event. You know, obviously he's a Marine, so he he deserved to be there. But uh, I, I don't know. Were you planning on going to the, the Marine party if 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 without that? No, that's an awesome thing, man. And I, I think a lot of it too goes to Jacob S said it a long time ago in the comments. He gets nervous like doing the face to face stuff. Yeah. Um, people tend to be a lot more relaxed at the Circle Bar or any of the after shot events. Shot after dark. Absolutely. Um, shot after dark, that's a great thing. Um, they're putting a lot of time, effort, and yeah. money into NSSF-sponsored events at night. Uh, any of you guys plan on attending any of those? I actually I, haven't. I, yeah, I tend ahead. to wait till the last minute to sign up for those just to see what my schedule is going to look like because all the way up to shot or leaving for shot, 
I'm open for like appointments and all that. So yeah, it, it's hard to work those in, at least from our perspective on the industry side. Um, yep. But the ones I can fit in, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it happen because yep. I want to make the most of it out there. So. Yeah, we're lucky, blessed, whatever yep. you want to call it, enough to not really have any free evenings <laughs> to speak of. Yeah, like everything everything's pretty jam packed at this point. Yeah, that's that yeah. was the point I was going to make. Is is it it fills up very quickly, and especially yeah. in the evenings, you know, you have to be very selective about who you're going to. There are some with. nights we've got two or three different things we got to hit at. It's like okay, we're going to spend forty five minutes here, an hour here, a half an hour, and let's get home before one. You know, because you know it's not. You say I'm going to be there for half an hour. It's going to turn into two and a half hours, right? That's I mean, just the way it is. And then like um, last year it shot my. Uh, former first sergeant was working at I think Milo the the shoot trap guys yeah um so we linked are you up serious and, I didn't know this yeah we linked up and uh, he's coming to the Marine Party this year I think Fantastic. Um, but we linked up and had dinner like spontaneous meetings like that too can happen and that stuff. shot show in, in, in essence right there it's you you go there with a plan, but you got to be ready for anything and literally everything and happen. Uh, Matt, I'm gonna bring you in real quick after events. Um, you plan on going to a bunch of them, or or what's your thought on the after events? I no, I haven't thought no. about them. I I don't know of any of them. Oh okay, yeah. So we'll be talking. Um, yeah, there's yeah. there's there's several every night. Uh, depends on. Uh, and, and what Kurt brought up, the great thing about the circle bar is if you don't know of any events and you go hang out for half an hour to circle bar, uh, chances are you're going to find out about three or four of them. So you'll have those. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk after this show's over and in the after my, chat and all that. My plan is just like, like everybody's been talking about, like uh, just uh, networking. Yeah. Like my yeah. creating content is like the third, fourth, maybe 10th thing on my list of important to do. Um, if, if I take a camera other than my cell phone into, into there, it'll be only because, uh, I talked to somebody the night before who said, like you said, come by the booth, yep. you know, so we can do it. Cause I'm going to take, I'll have my tripods, microphones, camera and all that shit. But that'll yep. stay in my hotel room unless somebody unless you need it. Yeah. Well, exactly. you can also there's um, also Matt. There's also a bag check there. There is in the media you can, room. You can bag check that stuff next to the media room, and then you don't have to go all the way. You can locate trust it. people there. Uh, yeah. yeah. I've never had anything stolen. I've hired people, but for the most part, I've never heard anything being stolen. My intention. You've also was, got some friends, so if you want to stow some stuff at somebody's booth. That's, that's, what, say, is, that's what we do. Is we, st we store our stuff yeah. at, at booths, and that sounds bad, but yeah, that's a lot easier than yep. carrying around. But you can keep it on the floor or somewhere close is what I'm saying, and you don't have to necessarily wait till the next day. You can say, I'll yeah, be back by here sure. in an hour or two or whatever. Go ahead yeah, and knock yeah. it out. Because who knows what's going to happen between then and the next day, right? <laughs> you might miss. Oh, yeah. You might meet two more people right. in the next hour. Right. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. That's because I, I was taking the approach of, um, sort of like I did GunCon, where I just I took video of like whatever the companies had there. Of course, I did. I talked to them and all that stuff, but it wasn't like in an interview uh, 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 format or on on video. You know, I just did the networking relationship stuff with them 
would video their booth, get some close-ups of stuff, some still pictures of stuff. And then I did a big video of here's who was there. Here's who I, you know, here was my favorite pieces. Here was my favorite products. That was my intention uh, for content. Absolutely. Uh, we got about 10 minutes left in this bad boy. I want to go run through the room real quick. Uh, we're not going to do our plugs yet. Uh, we'll come back to this, but we're going to run through the room real quick and ask everybody, uh, what's the one thing that you're looking most forward to in shot? That's fair of everybody. So, Chris, bring you in. Whether it's a product, is it? Is it? What is it? What are you most looking forward to uh, for the week of shot? Which, uh, by the way, is the best week of the year, in my opinion. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, for me this year, it'll be the after after shot stuff. I've got some dinners planned and things yeah. like that. So, really Absolutely. looking forward to it. We're trying to get one done for another night, uh, Kyle. Uh, we're going to try to work on it. We'll talk about it in the after chat as well. Uh, Kyle, for you, is there anything besides working your ass off? Um, what, what are you looking, if you were looking forward to anything at shot, what would it be? Uh, not to sound cliche here, guys, so don't don't ding me on that. But uh, I, I'm still a young bucket shot. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing that means the most to me is seeing our end user, uh, getting to yeah. actually talk to customers. We never get to interact. Um, and I, I, this goes for creators too, like you, Clover, and all them guys. Uh, dude, just being able to interact with the end user of our product and get like real boots from the ground feedback, what they like, what they don't like, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you hear a lot of crazy stuff, but all of it, all of it counts, man. And it's just an awesome experience and opportunity. So, uh, I, I should, I should have asked this before, uh, Kurt, um, from the industry side, do you like shot or do you hate shot? Yes. <laughs> yes. Honestly, yes. That's, yeah. a fair, that's a fair it answer. Is. That's like, a fair answer. It's, it's a lot. It is. It's fun. Um, you know, it's it's great to catch up with folks. It's great to talk, like you said, with the end user and customers and that kind of thing. But at the same time, especially, you know, from, from the marketing standpoint and having to do all the logistics to make sure that everything is there and everything yeah. runs smoothly, it's it's a long week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People don't realize that Shot Show falls under probably most marketing teams. So the entire planning of Shot Show, um, including if you guys take, as I'm sure most companies, you take out vendors, you take distributors, you take different people out to dinners. Uh, a lot of that falls under the marketing team because this is all a marketing thing. So you got to plan out which restaurants you're going to go to, how many people. Hey, we got to get a table of twenty at this restaurant on a Tuesday night at Shot Show. Good luck, you know. Uh, all that stuff. So the, the logistics of shot, I understand that. Kyle, uh, we'll go back to you real quick. Love or hate shot so far? Love. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, I'm sure you'll change over the years. Uh <laughs> I'm sure everybody I talk to that has been like five years plus, yeah. I, I love it. I, I, but I'm not industry guy, but I there are people that are creators that no longer go. Um, they, they talk so much smack about shot. Uh, to me, as far as this part of my life, the gun part of my life, best week of the year. I can't wait for it every year. That's just me. Uh, Ginger, uh, hater love shot. And what's the most thing, uh, the biggest thing that you're looking most forward to? Yes, I'm with Kurt. It's it's the same thing. I, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's one of those things where I'm excited for every time I get to go. So uh, what I'm looking forward to is just seeing everybody getting out. Yeah, because 
I'm at a new company than I was the last time I was at a shot. It's just getting out and talking to more people that know me, um, setting things up that way. And the other thing is because we're also a new channel, kind of letting people know, hey, by the way, we're also starting to, we got this channel up and running and, um, which is a little bit easier because I've built relationships with most of these people from the marketing side. Now yeah. it's just kind of like, Hey, by the way, we're doing by this the thing. way. Yeah. 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 So uh, it's a little bit yeah you, you and Kurt have been doing this long enough that um, if one of you doesn't know someone, I'm sure the other one probably does, um, which is a positive thing. Now real quick, Kyle G 23 starting to start some trouble up there. He's, a, he's starting a new hashtag. Hashtag 10 millimeter Kyger 2025. There you go. I'd be down for that. As I'd long as it's not 40, as long as it's not 40, I'm good. You know, so there you go, Kyle. You got two projects for next show for uh, August and then next show. You already started three. He's got three. Oh, yeah. Well, don't forget my, my slapstick accessory. Oh, that's right. He wants a slap. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, he wants the MP MP5 slap for something on the line. Uh, make that happen. Maybe like the AM9 has like a little slap handle you, on you it. You know what, Clover? I think we can put that right next to the AR grip safety. Probably, yeah. Which nobody wants. So that's what it is. Uh, Matt, bring you in real quick. Um, being this, it's your first shot show. Obviously, not your like you said, it's not your first show, but first shot show. Is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to doing or seeing or happening? All of it. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. That's know, a fair answer. That's the correct answer. Right? That's the I correct answer. Have... Embrace it all. But embrace the suck. You know. Yeah. So I, I mean, obviously, size difference and all that of other things I've attended, but not knowing the facilities, not knowing 99.9% .9 of the companies that are going to be there, or I sh should say not knowing anybody from those companies. Um, yeah, just from beginning to end, I, I don't drink. So the evenings are going to be pretty tame for me. Um, Oh, you can have a lot of fun in Vegas without drinking. Oh, friends. you can watch, sure. you can watch people drink. <laughs> yeah. You can watch them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I just just really the I, I hate to say it this way, but the experience of it. Um, That's but, a great answer. That might be the best answer of the night. Though. The, the experience of shot is an experience. It is. Yeah, I, but like I said earlier, the the my biggest purpose, goal, whatever you want to say, is really uh, to get to know people, to to talk to not just other creators if if the opportunity arises, but um, you know, uh, people from companies like I, I look forward to meeting Kyle in person, um, you know, when that gets, gets to happen. And then I have six, six or seven, five, well, no, I have six, uh, meetings scheduled throughout the week for with different companies thus far. Um, and I'm yeah. taking, yeah, I, I did nothing on Wednesday. So everything's on Tuesday or Thursday for me. Um, and so Wednesday and Friday, I have Tuesday is the day that you should take off from my experience. The first day is crazy and you don't want to, I did it to my, the reason I'm saying is I did it to myself. I think I had seven or eight interviews the first day alone and I did not give myself time to acclimate to shot. 
Uh, like I said, it's your it's your thing. Well, there's there's only one on Tuesday. Oh, that's not bad then. Yeah, yeah, the, okay. yeah. So we're on Thursday. Yeah, uh, I bet the Uber drivers make bank during shot. Scott says it's every week, bro. Because here's the thing: uh, almost every industry in America has a convention in in Vegas. Uh, do you think that all those hotels are built for the gamblers that just come through Vegas? All of those hotels, because Vegas is convention center in this country. Um, now, the week that I think shots like the third or fourth biggest convention in Vegas, that's the eighth overall in the country. But in Vegas, like it's in the top five, and they have with the concrete. Uh, is it the concrete uh, is also, and it's like number two, and they're the same. In different parts, but it's the same week. So you have two of the top five con- conventions in Vegas going on at the same time so yeah uber drivers do pretty well uh during the week in vegas and they do pretty well every week i'm assuming if i could give matt any advice real quick yeah. uh kurt brought Please it go. up kyle yeah. <laughs> kyle brought it up too yeah talking about wasting of time um and the right people make sure when you go to a booth Ask for the marketing people. Ask for oh, 100%. Yes. 100%. to the salesman or the hired could, gun for the week. Yeah. yeah, you could be running into a rep group guy. You could be running yep. into a sales guy. They will yep. listen to your ear. They'll talk your ear off because they think you're you're buying. Even though you're bad, says media, they'll talk your ear off because they think you're buying. So try to get that marketing guy. And if they're if they're busy or they can cut, you can come back later. Come back later. Go somewhere else. Don't hover. Don't waste time sitting there waiting. Don't hover? Don't hover. Like the other thing I will give advice to to anybody who can be new to shot. Um if you see a friend like Kyle and Kyle's in the middle of a meeting don't and talking to somebody, don't interrupt it. Just walk by, give him the head nod, give him the wave, fist bump. Absolutely. Fist bump and Absolutely. keep on moving. Don't be a stalker outside of a conversation. Just roll on by and just say your hellos and keep going. Um, that that's a great point. Real quick, I want to bring up John. Ask you, Kyle and, and Kurt, um, for the content creators to come in and they're specifically asking for the marketing guy. Is that something you want them to do, or I mean, would you rather them talk to you or have them contact you a week or two later? Like, what, what's the? Would you want to talk to them in person? I would definitely say yeah. I want to talk to them okay. in person, especially if if it's a first introduction, because. No, nothing beats talking to someone in person and looking them in the eye. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. you will get a lot more done a lot faster. The thing that I was going to add is, is it's a lot, but do your homework. You know, it's yeah. one thing to go, "Hey, I want to talk to the marketing guy." It's another thing to go, "Hey, I want to talk to John or Kurt." You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I have, I've had, I've had content creators come up to me and be like, "I don't know anything about your company," and I'm like. You know what I mean? Why are you here? Um, So again, there's obviously a lot. So, but if you have a list of, you know, the companies that you are interested in, again, you're going to walk through and you're going to find something cool here and there. Absolutely. But um, that was the other thing I would say kind of about the dungeon is, is that um, you're right. That's where you're going to find those hidden gems, but they're intermixed with a whole lot of not gems. Yeah. Um, you know, you, it's like, it, it amazes me how many, and God love them, but the, the number of guys who are like, Oh, I'm gonna start up an air company. I'm like, are you doing anything? I'm, 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 and I'm going to sell $2,000 AR. Okay. There's a thousand of those companies out there. They're already yeah. here. 
And are you doing anything different? No. Are you sourcing parts different than anyone else? No. Nope. You know? And again, for me, I got, I got a cool name for it. Yeah. 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 But again, like yeah. as a, as a content creator, you're like, there's no angle here. Like, I don't, there, what yeah. am I going to say? So, yeah. um, again, yeah. So be as deliberate as you can. Follow. Yeah. That you do. I want to follow up on that with, sure. with uh, Kurt and Kyle and John. So if, if a content creator walks in, they, you've never met this, this person. I ask for the media marketing. It's one of you three guys. And whatever. he's wearing a football jersey and sweatpants. Just saying. <laughs> Depends on if it's it depends on what kind of football jersey, right? Because if you wear a real team, you could tick somebody off. But when you Ray Finkel or Bobby Boucher, come on, come on. Anyway, go mud um, so go mud dogs. So uh, remember when the mud dogs won the Bourbon Bowl? Do you? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, um, I didn't mean to take it down as weird. Really. Yeah, you did. Anyway, what yeah. was I saying? I, was, I had I a serious no question. Oh, okay, so a creator walks into the booth. They ask for marketing. It's one of you guys. You've never met this person. Um, is there any how do I how do I rephrase this, or how do I phrase this? Um, does it matter like if they come in with the hey here's the introduction kind of here's what I do slight thing about here's what I can offer you guys you know as far as doing reviews and video written whatever it might be and other things and exchange business cards and hey let's touch base in a week or two versus spending a lot more time there talking does talking. any does any one way any different to you one than the other necessarily and i mean obviously there's going to be chemistry with some people that walk in right i mean i think we're all kind of that way where we're all friends so there's it was obviously some type of chemistry there with with us guys but um does do they weigh, really weigh any different if somebody is more like the creator comes in and he do you recognize? Are you, are you saying that, like, is is it better to talk business or just what I'm saying, bullshit? Basically, no. I guess what I'm saying is, do you guys recognize when a creator comes in and they're valuing your time? In other words, I want to make that connection. I'm interested in working with the products and the company and all this, but I know that you're busy and you have all these irons on the fire and all these things to do. Here's my card. You know, it's not a big, long, drawn out conversation, and then that creator's gone, and then they follow up in a couple of weeks. Is that? Do you guys yeah. recognize that? I, I try uh, before that with an answer. I, I say my, my whole thing is is I've got my two minute in my mind whether I have two minutes or more or whatever in my mind I go there I've got two minutes to talk whether it's a pitch whether it's just saying hi or whatever and being a creator also you need to be able to read people and you should be able to read whether there is a connection whether there's chemistry whether that person is wanting to spend more than two minutes or he's trying to escort you away um, be able to understand that. You know, as a creator, if you're trying to get to a shop for the first time or you're thinking about going or you're going to any business type situation, any show, be able to read people. If you can't read people, learn how to read people. Sorry, go ahead, guys. Yeah, no, I was gonna, that's, that was my biggest thing. I was going to say read the room. Um, yeah. But to, to answer your question directly, I think it depends. Um, right. My biggest thing is um, be professional and come in with a purpose and a goal. You know, like I've had even folks with big channels, you know, they'll come in and be like, yeah, well, I was thinking we could kind of sort of do a thing with the junk. And I'm like, I, 
that that doesn't I can kind of sort of say no you know <laughs> yeah right whereas I've had other people who again they they've had really small channels but they came in they said look this is who I am this is what I'm gonna do they know your product you know hey right. I've seen this or I've been interested right. I think it would be great if we did some content on ABC and here's why it's yeah. in the details yeah. and the specifics that's what you're saying absolutely because then what you're doing is is in in this is kind of what I always did just from, from kind of a sales marketing standpoint, right? I start solving the problem before we've even agreed on anything, you know? So if we're like, Hey, here's the kind of content we could do, or I think it, you know what I mean? Now we're working together, even though we're not, because what that shows is, is, Hey, I, I, you know what you're doing. And the other thing I was going to say is, you know, like, um, the discussion about whether you should, you know, video content during shot versus just doing networking again i think it's it's read the room and know the company if it's a smaller company they're going to value that that oh yeah that video right and the other thing that that video does is you're basically showing them your work process you're showing them what you do right, right? so you don't right. have to just sell yourself because you're already doing it you you're, can you're, show them that you're, you're showing professional. it not just saying it yeah. so um, I think that it, it does. It depends on the company. And, and again, it might be a thing where, hey, this guy's super busy or, you know, yeah. you rolled in right before he's got like a really big scheduled meeting with somebody. You, you know what I mean? You don't know. But so but again, kind of keep your head on a swivel. Read those kind of cues. You know, if you see some guy keep kind of side eyeing or he's going, hey, hang on. No. Right. Um, yeah. And again, like well, we, it, we've seen take that. a long view and it works. Yeah. Ghost, you were making fun a little bit, and that's then that's fine and understandable. I make fun of a lot of things. You're yeah. gonna have some crazy outfits, no doubt. But yeah. just real quick, because that was a conversation earlier today that you and I were a part of, had to do I, with the wardrobe. We were making fun. I think being remembered is just as important as being. Where remembered. is the, where is yeah. the line for the industry again, Kyle, John, Kurt? Where's the line on wardrobe? I mean, do you recognize when somebody is? Being interesting like Ghost would with his not non matching everything or me with my football jersey. And does that matter? Pink shoes, you know. Or is that the same as a dirty shirt, a dirty pair of pants, or you know, how, where does the line where's the line? I just at? don't I, I personally before we go that the reason why I did that is you know the reason why, and is the reason why you're doing the same Be thing different. that you're doing with the football. I'm tired of looking the five eleven grunt style yeah. guy. Like there's seventy five thousand five eleven and grunt style t shirts. So I wear pink shoes, plaid pants, and a tie-dyed shirt. Uh, why? Because I don't give a shit, and I think it's fun. But, uh, but yeah, I, I understand. Is, is that valued, or do you look at me and say, I'm not working with that fool? I think it's valued. I mean, if, for one, it makes you stand out. And two, we're talking about creators. What better way to show your creativity? I just shows it without saying a word. Ah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, there are people that look at me and Clover and go, hmm. You know, and that's okay. That's okay. They look at us like that way anyway, so that's <laughs> all good. Uh, but no, I, I think there is value to that. Like I said, I'd rather be remembered, uh, and, and that's one of the reasons why Clover and I and some of us uh, start dressing a little bit differently for shows is maybe that is some way if you're yeah. meeting, as, as Kurt says, we're meeting 60 people a day, uh, having yeah. 60 conversations. What's going to make me stick out from those other 59? Maybe it's because I'm wearing plaid pants and a, and a pink polka dot it, shirt or something. And, you know? to, and to think it all basically started a year ago now with a red pair of shoes. A red pair of shoes, yeah, uh, because your <laughs> shoes blew out uh, the first day of shot. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and that's true. Snob says that uh, they look at ghosts. He's a fool. I am a fool, and that's okay. Um, that's what it is. But I'm a fool that has fun in life, and I'm a little bit of a smart ass, and I enjoy expressing my personality and expressing expressing myself uh, through colorful clothes. All right, uh, real quick, let's run through. Chris, want to bring in? Thank you, brother, for coming. I'm sorry you're not feeling well. Hopefully, you're feeling better in the next uh, ten days because uh, it's get, shit's getting ready to get real. Uh, tell people what projects you've got going on, where they can find you, anything that you want to uh, plug while you're doing it. Um, yeah, thanks Thanks for having me on. That's a great show. Um, I released the Sarnine SOCOM review video today, and um, Thursday night we will be doing the uh, live show over on my chat at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, and I think pretty much everybody that's on the panel here tonight got invited. Um, I think we got room. If Kurt wants to come on, we'll, we'll get Kurt on, so... Thanks again, Ghost. I appreciate you. Anytime, brother. Hope you feel better, and uh, I'll see you next week for show. Uh, Kyle, my brother, my brother, my brother. Uh, can't wait to see you again as well. Uh, anything that you can spill the beans on with Anderson or, or prelude to? Just saying. I wouldn't <laughs> mind you doing that on this platform. I, I'm going <laughs> to hold on to the product I side. Know, but, uh, come to booth 14752. 14752. Uh, we'll have like some new patches, yeah, some new stickers, are. and a nice promo code, uh, Shot Show mm -hmm. exclusive. So, there you uh, and some new products that I don't want to speak on right now, but I'm excited, pumped. I'm, we're going to show up and there's going to be a coach gun in your booth, and we're all going to literally oh, shit John ourselves. John would kill me. John would kill me. <laughs> he, he won't kill you as long as he gets serial number number one. He doesn't care, you know. No, nah, he. I think he wants it August. They, I think he'd be upset about the. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He wants, but we can't talk about that right now. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Secret squirrel uh, stuff. Secret squirrel. Secret. I can't speak. I'm dumb. Uh, yeah. I'll see you in about uh, oh ten ish days or so for sure. Uh, Matt, thanks for coming on, man. Um, tell people that are in my audience that may not know who you are and all that. Um, tell people a little about yourself, your channel, and you know, what projects you might have going on right now. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, first, thanks for having me on. Uh, anytime, man. Anytime. Um, anytime. Infor it was informative uh, for SHOT Show stuff, especially. Um, and I found out that uh, I'm the only one that likes spaghetti. Outside of that, no, we all uh, love spaghetti, just not more than tacos. Just ain't, just, yeah, just ain't picking it over a taco. That's right. Um, I also found out that you can fry spaghetti, which I still think is very totally strange. Wrong. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so my name is Matt. I run the RTT Guns and Gear channel. Do uh, gun gear reviews, uh, so, some training videos. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's my first time going to shot this year. Uh, things I have coming up are a couple scope reviews for Arkin, a um, handful of other stuff. Holster, uh, Arizona Holster Company, that uh, Superstition Concealment. So yeah, there's just a bunch of little projects, you know, in the works right now. Uh, adding some shotgun content that. I'm not going to talk about right now, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Very busy. 
Very busy. Awesome. Yeah. Um, thanks for showing up, Steve. Like you're only two hours and 13 minutes late. Just saying. Uh, good job. Uh, no, but no, thanks for coming on, Matt. I appreciate you. And, and like I said, you're more than welcome to come on anytime. Let me know. And I'll send you a link every week. You don't have to come on, but if you want to come on, come on with it, man. And I'll look forward to meeting you in person uh, in a couple weeks here for sure. Um, Ginger, I'm, I'm going to give you first uh, a, a thing to do for the GOA. And then I'm going to let you and Kurt not only talk about uh, the channel, but also talk about what's going on uh, with the channel. Uh, so GOA, we are, oh, Chris left. Um, so we are going to be at shop. We're going to have an exclusive patch of the day. So go check out our booth every yeah. single day to get an exclusive patch. We'll also have the state of the second patches available too. So, uh, that is our, you didn't tell uh, me you're going to have any of those. Those are yeah. going to be sweet. Yeah, I just found out today that we're going to have those. So nice. we're really excited about those. So we're going to have our own show patches uh, there at the show. I will be walking around as well. So if you see me, I will have a plethora of patches in my backpack to hand out. A plethora? A plethora. I, was still, I said I was going to so take two. Back in the 80s, there was a movie called The Three Amigos, John. And a uh, plethora was, okay, I didn't know. I didn't know if you knew that one. Right. I told Kaylee today I was going to take two handfuls of patches with me every day, and she goes, that's not enough. You need to take more. And I said, okay. Yes. Um, so that's uh, going on. Like I said, stay the second podcast dropping uh, tomorrow with the CEO of Palmetto State Armory, Jamin. Uh, gonna, it's a great episode. He gets really into the history of Palmetto State Armory, why they bought H&R, um, talked about uh, – number of different great topics so there was that not necessarily was the most popular thing that happened when they bought h&r there's a lot of people have thought that that was going to be the end of h&r let's be honest uh he you'll have to listen i will listen tomorrow he will talk about um that he's very excited about that um so yeah that's everything going on with goa (laughs) well played (laughs) well played That's great. So, uh, yeah, I have so, seen Three Amigos, and I, I do absolutely know what a plethora is. Okay. Unlike the dude that, unlike the dude that didn't, El Wapo did have a plethora for sure. El Wapo did have a plethora. Yes, uh, Kurt and, and John. Like I said, I want you to talk to, talk about the channel, um, and I know that you guys have um, two videos out with multiple. You probably got you got t- content probably for the next few months. I'm assuming, but um, uh, talk about a little bit also like how this came about as well. Sure. I talked um, to you first. Oh, there you go. No, I mean uh, John and I worked together, um, and we were doing some reviews uh, prior. And now that you know he's over at GOA and I'm over at TCRT, you know we were just kind of sitting around, you know drinking some bourbon and smoking some cigars and going, Hey, you know what? It'd be fun to do. Um, as if we weren't all busy enough, but, um, no. So we just, uh, bourbon and cigars never end up. Well, sometimes you start a YouTube channel, just saying, sometimes you do. Sometimes you start a YouTube channel. No, I mean, it is, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, John and I, uh, work great together and, uh, no, I mean, honestly for kind of literally starting from, from nothing, the, uh, the traction we've already gotten is it's, it's humbling, honestly. It's really nice yeah. to see. So, um, yeah, no, we're we're excited to do it, and we're excited to uh, you know put out some great content. 
folks. Yeah. We just yeah. hit our hundred and fiftieth subscriber today. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a big huge number there, but uh, no, right. the, like like Kurt said, the traction. I mean, are we? Bro, got, I want to say 150 subs in like what a week or two. It's two two weeks. Yeah. I yeah. mean, um, considering we uh, hit um, 5,000 views the other day total on the channel with 500 watch hours. So you know, like Kurt said, it's been very humbling and well, great. It's easy to get 500 watch hours when all your videos are an hour. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, you got to get people to watch. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> It's either that or like you know three million shorts or something. So. Hey, I, I love them. I love the I love the reviews, guys. Keep them coming. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Kyle, we've got two coming for you soon, so we're working oh, on right? those yeah. after Um Kyle doesn't mind a forty-five minute Kiger video, you know. The other thing I will say, because Kurt won't say it, also go check out Kurt's Overlanding channel, OTR <laughs> Overlanding. Uh, yeah, he yeah. just launched a video yesterday on that. So go check if you're into Jeep stuff uh, and overlanding. Go check out Kurt's other channel. I'm as not well. a Jeep guy, but I do enjoy the overlanding stuff. So yeah, yeah. No, that's been a lot of fun, um, and yeah. it's just it's it's honestly that's been neat. Just because um, I'm lucky, uh, my wife and my wife really likes to do that sort of thing too, um, which helps. I know isn't terribly common. So yeah, we no, tend to get not. pretty pretty remote. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So John and, and Kurt, obviously you're going to be at shot with your companies, but are you going to try to dedicate at least a little bit of time to do the FLR stuff or, or are you, are you going to be able to do that? I say it's going to be hard. Um, it's definitely yeah. on the mind. I will bring it up outside of, GOA meetings. Uh, once I'm done with companies that I already know and have established relationships with, uh, like I said earlier, with Kurt and I, you guys being, know most everybody anyway. Yeah, so, with Kurt and I yeah. being in the industry so long, we know everybody. I it was yeah. really funny and I guess humbling today. I got a phone call from uh, Scott McGregor over at Mossberg, and he's like, "Hey, love the video." And I was like, "You saw that?" He goes, "Oh yeah, you guys did great." And uh, so the, those kind of relationships from that have been built over the year, it's hasn't been. It's been easier than I guess most people have start to. I mean, we we've mm -hmm. bought a lot. Yeah, of you're, stuff. you're starting from scratch, but you're not starting from scratch. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Right, right. So it's really, um, I guess, humbling. Uh, like Kurt said, that we we've kind of really taken off a little bit. Uh, the views, the amount of people who uh, are supporting us uh, both on the content creator side and on the industry side who wants to see us succeed. Uh, it's been really great. Uh, thanks to, and I, and I shouted everybody out in our, our last video in the, in the description. So again, thanks to ghost and Clover and Chris and Matt and uh, snob and big kid and everybody else who has uh, shouted us out and put us in their Instagram stories over the last month or two weeks, uh, I really do appreciate the the support and the helping us grow as a channel. And we really are enjoying this endeavor uh, as we are both working at separate companies. We still get to enjoy our, our friendship and hanging out and being ourselves. 
Once again, it comes back to what you just said right there. It comes back to that. It comes back to the friendships and relationships. This whole thing, whether it's shot, the, the channels, and all it's all about relationships. And uh, that is the most beautiful thing about our industry is, is a lot of really good people in our industry, right, in our community. A lot of wonderful human beings. Um, and it's nice, to, it's nice to be around shot and be around that. Uh, it's, it's cool to... You know, people talk about, oh my gosh, shot show like that's, uh, oh my gosh, like there's gonna be fifty thousand gun people. Yeah, it's gonna be the safest building in the world for that week. I promise you, nothing's gonna happen at shot show. If it does, it'll be taken care of very quickly. Uh, but it's you know, it's just one of those things. I, I love shot, and, and you know, like I said, that the friendships, relationships, it's what it's all about. It's like, it's one hundred percent. This is what it's all about. Uh, I, I really bitch boy, yeah. Because, like, you know, like John mentioned, because we both kind of came from from the marketing side, and it is, we already had a lot of these existing relationships with a number of different yep. content creators, you know. Um, as soon as, you know, they found out, hey, like, we're going to kind of go down this road, too, the amount of folks who just came out and offered help and advice and promotion, and it's it's been amazing. So, Yeah. And I mean, I, well, that, I kinda, that, 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 that kind of really proves that you and John are pretty decent guys. I mean, <laughs> like, there's a reason why you know a lot of people is, is people wouldn't do that if you were assholes. I mean, in, in all seriousness. Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty cool thing, you know. Yep. Uh, Clove, bring it home. What? Bring it home. What you got going on? If you were going to do content, if you were going to have projects, if you were going to do anything in this YouTube world, what could those things Man, be? Man, the next, what, two weeks, week and a half, week and a few days or something, uh, we'll leave out Thursday or Friday of next week. It's going to be tough yeah. to do anything. Uh, Especially with I'm the just, weather. Yeah, this weather's uh, not going to be good the, the next week. Between the weather and, and I had a couple things I really wanted to get done before shot. Uh, man, I'm looking so forward to shot. Um, yeah. Just the whole thing. You kind of skipped me on the what did I expect or whatever. But um, oh, did uh, I? Well, they absolutely take the, the floor, man. Take the, the floor. 40, what are you Forty five. Well, you know, uh, Matt said it perfectly when he said everything. Um, the yeah. trip out there for us is, is awesome. It's grueling, but it's awesome just to be able to do it. You know me. I like to drive, and we like to road trip. And so the trip there, the trip back, the. 40 boxes of cereal every morning to get to see everybody, you know, uh, what you might I'm find. I'm looking forward to Hell's Kitchen, by the way. Just saying. Yeah. Looking forward to Hell's Kitchen. It's only been three years. We finally got a reservation at Hell's Kitchen, so we, we're going to go. So most are going to go and have fun at Hell's Kitchen. You know, you never know. The beautiful thing is you're running from point A to point B, and it's a reason that you got to remain fluid, which we've, we've said that multiple times. Uh, but you're running to point A to point B, and especially in the dungeon. And you're going to turn a corner or something, and there's going to be some amazing product or something that's just freaking awesome that you run across. So, yeah. um, just looking forward to all that. It's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, Speaking of products, yeah, uh, because we talked about the channel, Kurt should probably uh, give a plug for his new company too, because we totally <laughs> skipped that. Yeah, right. Um, no, I mean that's actually this this shot show for me is going to be. I'm excited because it's kind of unique because um, the company uh, for the U.S. kind of consumer market is is relatively new, um, and so that's for me going to be kind of an interesting take. Um, yeah. Uh, 
but it is it's cool so tcrt targets um they're rubber targets it's a proprietary rubber formulation a lot of the other products on the market that you'll see they're just kind of repurposing something that's already out there um the this formulation was specifically made for ballistic applications and they've been using this stuff in uh on military bases and like shoot houses and for like le ranges for a number of so years self-healing i'm assuming self-healing yeah yeah absolutely it'll take um 400 rounds of 556 per square inch and hold up oh wow yeah so it, it basically it expands over like 800 percent. so when it's hit it's you know it's it's legit um the the, the thing is we kind of hit on it a little bit you know especially kind of in the firearms industry, there's a, there's a lot of sort of products that are sort of similar, you know, there's not much differentiation. And from a marketing standpoint, honestly, sometimes you got to do a little bit of smoke and mirrors to kind of hype up something that's not that different. This, this, is this product is, it's, it's so easy to do my job, honestly, because it is so unique and it legitimately holds up. I mean, um, we've got targets. We just, we just did a range day. So, we had a, a torso target that took full auto nine mil and 45, you know, shots. It's got thousands of rounds in this thing. And it's perfectly fine. It's still usable. The, the, the stand got shot up before the target did. So yeah. 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 So it, it's, it's a neat product. Um, you know, and it does, it, it's, we've also got like a, a series of um, like target stands and we purposely designed them. So one, they're really cost effective but two, they're modular. So you can set up kind of like a, a rack stand setup or like a tree stand. But, you know, with these brackets, you just go buy some, some one by twos, which are, you know, like a buck something at, at Home Depot. Um, and then you can kind of quickly Lego these things together and make like whole um, courses of fire. And they're super light, they're easy to move around. Um, it's, it is, I just check it out, it's tcrt.com, um, yeah. There you go. Let me go over here and uh, get this link. My gosh, I can't type. And yeah, so the the TCRT range systems. That's kind of our uh, military law enforcement side. Oh, okay. And then TCRT.com is the consumer side of things. Yeah. There we go. Yep. Cool. 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 Um, snob out there showing you some love. He says he loves his TCRT target. Just finished yeah. the video in the last week. Yeah. Um, so it, there you go. Yeah. Old snobby doing some work for you. I don't know. That's a, that's a dangerous choice, but, uh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> as long as he didn't use the Altor, I think you're safe, you know. It's all good. Yeah. Maybe the Altor brings you some views. I don't know. But, uh, all right. Uh, thanks everybody, uh, for watching this live. Obviously, everyone is watching this in replay and listen to it in podcast form. Um, if you're out there and you're watching this replay or podcast form, the conversation does not have to stop. Go ahead and utilize the comment section. Let us know how shitty of a job we're doing. If you have any questions for any of our guests, go ahead and put them out there and we'll make sure they get it to them. Uh, more importantly, guys, if you're listening to this in podcasts or watching this replay, get over here on Tuesday nights at 7 Central and be part of the, uh, the live show. So uh, it's always fun. Uh, thanks to Kyle, to Matt, to Ginger, to Kurt, to Chris, and to Clover, I guess. We'll thank Clover for showing up and being part of this roundtable, if you will, SHOT Show. Uh, next week, we'll be talking probably uh, SHOT Show, but more of, hey, last-minute things, What's what, what we're getting ready to do, actually preparing to actually leave for SHOT. 
and all of that. I know you guys probably get sick of talking shot show. I can talk shot show all year long, so uh, it is what it is. Uh, more importantly, guys, get out to the range. Be more proficient with your firearms. Uh, make sure you're staying in tune with all the two-way legislation, whether it's at the local, state, or federal. Make sure that your elected representatives are doing their jobs. Uh, real quick, thank you, uh, Minotauri Carry six dollars super chat. You guys don't know. You guys know that we don't ask for them, but all super chats go towards sending care packages to our our guys downrange. So thank you very very much. Um, yeah, guys, stick around if you guys um, aren't on here a lot. Stick around for after chat for a few minutes. Probably got some stuff we can talk about. Anyways, uh, make sure your elected representatives are doing their jobs. If not, guess what? 2024 is an election year, and we can take care of that shit right now and get people that are going to uh, do what you ask to them uh, and also have the same ideals and morals as you. More importantly, enjoy your freedoms of being an American, one of which is to keep and bear arms. We'll see you next week. Semper Fi. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like this one and want to check out some of our other podcasts, we invite you to check out the Jarhead Podcast, the Ghost and Clover Podcast, and the Speed Limit 155 Podcast. We also like to invite you to check out our YouTube channel, Ghost Tactical. If you're into the firearm world and the lifestyle of, of the firearm community, go check that out. And obviously, go check out our website, ghosttactical.us, to check out all of our projects, our swag, our stores and our discount codes. Once again, thanks for always supporting the podcast, and we'll see you soon. Simplified.